Hello everybody and thank you so much for tuning back into the Awesome Boom podcast. As always, I am so grateful for all your love and support and the feedback that I've been getting over the last eight weeks that we've been running this podcast and uh, it continues to grow and it continues to grow only thanks to you guys. So I really appreciate all the shares, all the shout outs, all the recommendations that you guys are you know, giving for me. I mean, I'm, I'm lost for words and um, actually fairly humbled by the response that I've had with the podcast. So thank you very much. Before we go into this week's podcast, I just want to give a big shout out to our sponsors, Canico. Canico is a leading UK CBD brand. They have a, a pretty impressive range of CBD products. Everything from your CBD flowers, which you can smoke and vape in the traditional methods, to gel caps, which you can ingest, to CBD tinctures, to CBD balms. Uh, there is a whole new range of products which are launching uh, early part of January as well, I've been told. So that's super exciting. If you want to check them out, uh, there's Canaco, and that's spelt K-A-N-A-C-O.co.uk. So check out their website. There is also a 10% discount code that they've given us. Uh, so if you want to get uh, 10% off the CBD flowers only, uh, just use the promotion code OB10. So that's just OB10, like an awesome boon 10. Um, that'd be fantastic. So go and check them out. Anyway, I'll stop rattling on now because I have a habit of doing that. And let's just get straight into this interesting podcast. Yeah. So welcome. And thank yeah. you very much for uh, for coming to see me today. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. So I thought it'd probably be best if we maybe just start how, how we met. Oh, yeah. Would that be a good starting point, I think? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Exactly. So... I'll let you go into how we, we, we first met and... Well, you arrived at the beginning of a Campbell session, didn't you? I arrived late, didn't Yes, I? late for it, because the flight was delayed at the retreat we were at. Yeah. And um, and I explained to you what was happening, and you had you knew a little bit about it, didn't you, I knew a little bit, because Greg and I had sort of had quite deep conversations about mm. it, but um, I, remember, I remember that day well, and I was just terrified. Yeah, and sure. so nervous yeah. coming into that large room and everyone else was already in the process Mm-mm. of the cambo and you just see these people lying around half naked sort of vomiting and all swollen and yeah 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 full power introduction yeah right? I, was, I, I, I was terrified <laughs> I sort of sat there just thinking warrior spirit warrior spirit yeah 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 and that was a really beautiful way to come into it, to, to be able to bring all of that up, to be looked at before you even started, you know? And that, that's the thing with the frog and with a lot of medicines is that you start the process before. So that in itself was a little initiation for you. Felt it, like it. Yeah, 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 coming in, you yeah, know? Yeah, it really it felt was, like it. You know, bringing, bringing that warrior energy and stepping into it in that way. I don't know if, it was, I, don't know if I was in warrior mode at all at that point. I think mm. I was just like... Uh, Bulls deep, you're here. You just, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. can't, you can't run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got nowhere to go. And it was, and it was one of those where if you didn't do it, then you wouldn't have had an opportunity. No, that was it, wasn't it? So yeah. it was, yeah, of course. So that's how we made. And I knew, I, I, I knew as soon as I, as soon as Greg was talking to me about the cambo, mm. and, as, and as soon as I looked into it, I knew it was going to be one of those ones which really interested me. Yeah. Because Greg's got a big interest in the cambo, and he finds it obviously extremely useful. And he always he's always said to me, it's actually one of the one of the medicines that I have found the most useful. Yeah. You know, a- across the across the board. So I was I was excited, mm. terrified, nervous, and had no idea really what to what to expect because you you don't. I mean, you can talk about an experience yeah. with somebody, but 
that that's it as well I was just saying the other day that you could read a book about Campbell but until you experience it you can't really understand the depth and the wisdom and the the energy that it holds and also the energy that you've got to bring into that space to go through with it it's mm. it's really one of those um, things like all things that to experiences experience it is to really understand it right and uh, yeah it was a full power way of doing it but uh, and, and also that's the thing that Campbell does is that it's uh, it brings the fear up especially because these little frogs well they're not so little they're about the size of a hand but they they live in the trees in the Amazon they don't have any fear they're fearless so they almost allow us to face our fear like that's the energy that they hold that the spirit holds and it's yeah it's, it's very much I've, I've always fear, been fearful of it. I mean, I remember, you know, on our retreat more recently, mm. I remember waking up in the morning and just thinking, no, I'm just not happy about this. I was in full fear mode where yeah. it's just like, oh, just no, I'm not into the frog today. And I even thought about maybe not doing it. So then, no, no, no. Yeah. I was so fragile. I was in such a sort of fragile space when I arrived. Mm. And I was just, yeah, it's just consumed by fear, and just. But I just knew I was just like, you've you, you've got to do this. There's no, there's no ifs or buts. Yeah, you just got to man up. Warrior spirit as always, and just go into it. That's that's honouring the call because you know your heart is calling for it, but your mind might try and argue that point. Of course, but that's, that's resistance. Yeah, but that's how it felt. It's mm. just like my heart was like, dude, you've got to do this. Of course, mm. you've got to do this. But mm. my mind, my ego. Just go. No, this is going to yeah. be awful. You're going to feel terrible. You know, you don't want to be burnt. You don't want to be poisoned. Yeah. You don't want to drink the bloody lukewarm water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And this is it: how our mind works, and what an opportunity to observe that—that that part of you that wants to sabotage, that wants to resist. That even though you know your heart, which is the wisest thing you could ever listen to in from anything, even from the spirits is your own heart even though that was telling you something you still have this mind playing like a loop over and and and, and just throwing anything at you to to sort of change the situation mm. that, that wouldn't be helpful for you ultimately in the end but is it it's, it's interesting though isn't it where you know you, you do something like that you know on a retreat you go and do the camber and this is something you know which is good you know brand new so you do have that fear response and you have all mm. those conversations going through your head but it's interesting because, I mean, that's how a lot of us live every single day. Oh, wow, I know. All the time where yeah. it's just constant fear. You're telling yourself all these stories of, yeah. I can't do this, I can't do that. You know, this is, this is going to happen, this, is, this mm. might happen. All of this fear. Is, is a daily thing. And, and we're manifesting, whether we are aware of it or not. So we're either manifesting on our fears, our doubts like our, our questions or our negative energy or we're, we're manifesting from the love from the trust from knowing that we can be anything we want to be and mm. do anything we want to do so so that's it as well this is what the medicines are shown even outside of the circles outside of the ceremony outside of receiving is is how much where actually fear is in our system when you can suddenly see it and feel it in your body and witness it in that extreme sense because coming towards doing something that is extreme it's it's not a usual thing to do of course like you said the burning of the skin it's a poison you've got to drink a lot of water before that's that's you one of the hardest points yeah like for me personally yeah just drinking that warm water and yeah. it's like 
you know, I'm up peeing every sort of three minutes. I'm just like, oh, please. Should I explain a little bit about yes, that so people do. know? So before the, the, as you know, of course, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this if you don't, before the, the session, you've got to drink two litres of water. And this is just helpful because when the medicine is put onto your skin and goes through the lymphatic system, there's going to be toxins released and they come into your stomach. So if there was no water there to, to, to assist in that re- being removed or coming out of your stomach through the purge, when we say purge, we mean sick. Mm. But it's called a purge because it's energetic, it's emotional, it's spiritual, and it's also physical, of course. Um, so the water's there really to help assist that. Otherwise, you get quite a sore esophagus and it can be really like well, tough that, on the stomach. Dry, dry yeah. retching, isn't it? It's like, ch- ch- you know, and, you, and it, it's, yeah, it can be painful. So the water's there as an aid to help and of course you've got no uh, food in your stomach because there's a fast required before um, but then of course it's only 30 minutes ish between 20 and 40 minutes ish yeah so it depends on 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 how how it goes and how much water you drink throughout because that's also helpful um, but yes yeah, it's, it's it's relatively brief compared to some other things that you can go through uh, and then after a little bit of a rest it's all pretty much over and, and you go to some extremes within that space, the blood pressure increases, your heart rate increases, and then you have a, a low blood pressure moment and you can feel a bit dizzy, uh, and that's usually when the purge comes. So when you explain it like that, it does sound like, why would anyone want to do that? Because it, it, it is this, uh, that how nature rewards us in this way you work for, you work for the gifts, right? Like childbirth is a prime example of that the uh you know that you you go through something to get their gift and and that's that's just really what i feel is that especially for me from a personal level i can speak it's been the all of the combos and i've i've done the initiation to actually serve the medicine which is doing three of them within three hours and and i will go through all of that again for the benefits that i've received and for the gifts that the spirit has given to my body to my mind my psyche my subconscious uh, you know, some of the sessions have been like 10 years of counselling for what it's revealed. They call them the great revealer. And this is what I feel like the spirit is 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 bringing to people, you know, like an opportunity to see, to see your shit on the table, really, yeah. and to do something about it and to release it. And, um, you know, I try and describe it to people that if, if you were moving house and you had an old room upstairs and it had lots of boxes in you wouldn't just throw them all out you would want to look in and see what you want to keep and what does need to go in the bin and Campbell's almost like that you're gonna it's gonna allow you to look in these boxes that you might have put away and so that you can you can throw out what you don't want anymore and and of course that can be painful to see some of the things that you don't want and some of the feelings or memories or shadow aspects about yourself can be uncomfortable but eventually it's always healing. It, it, it is always a healing process. And it's actually us as humans that put good and bad on things. Like, oh, I'll do that again because it was a good one and I'll not do that because it was a bad one. You know, if we can remove those, that duality way of looking at things and just trust in the healing process, then these waves that you ride throughout that can, can be uh, more gentle and welcomed, actually. No, I, I agree with you because, I mean, last year I did it twice with you. And um, certainly the second time was was easier because I knew what to expect. Mm. And you know, once once I got my head around the fact of you're just going to be sick lots, 
and, <laughs> and you remove that the importance to that yeah then it was just it's just a process it's just yeah. right well I'm gonna, I'm gonna vomit and you know yeah I think once you've done it quite a few times that you, yeah. just, you almost just normalize it and you're like oh well, this, is, this is this is no big issue yeah and it, it, of course there's always that respect there and we would do it in the ceremony and we say prayers but you can get to that point where it is quite like a a, a a process that you're familiar with that you just you just you do what you need to do in that moment you get quite present with the spirit mm. and with the process um, and then it becomes beautiful. You can start to to notice the songs more. You know the songs that I might be singing, or the rattling that's happening in the drumming. You know, the more present you are in that moment, then the more that's going to guide you as well. So you go deeper into that, into what can be offered. And 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 some people, when they've been working with Campbell for a while, can really have find beauty in that. Uh, I, I think Greg is one of those people. Yeah, he is. Of he? course, he is. He finds beauty in a lot of things, <laughs> anyway. But especially the frog, because they're so close and. Yeah. He really loves that and yeah I mean the I always remember to go with gratitude how lucky and privileged we are to receive these medicines in this way it's not something that I ever forget how how humble we are to even be be, be able to receive in this way in this safe way and 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 to have the support around and yeah you know so that's that's also something as you know in those moments when you're breathing through the process and purging that the gratitude can help as well mm. no definitely I mean I think as you sort of say you just get you get into this sort of process and instead of instead of fighting it this is this classic word yeah. which surrender which I mean I didn't really understand a year <laughs> yeah. ago what surrender meant um, I still I still struggle to explain what surrender is to me mm. it, I just I think I just sort of do it now um, I mean I didn't in the morning because I was just yeah. in my head battling going <laughs> oh you know a... fuck the bloody frog I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to do it I don't want to do it but then obviously ultimately I surrendered and just I like, just just get it done man just get it done and then then you're so grateful you know and, and oh yeah I mean you know I was trying to explain because I think a lot of people can't quite get their head around the fact that you're doing something where they're going to burn you, they're going to scrape that skin off, mm. and then they're going to apply this this poison to yeah. you, which, am I right in thinking, I mean, if we did ingest, I mean, it's going to... It would be a poison if you ingested it in any other way. The only safe way to receive it is through the lymphatic system, which is why it needs to be applied onto the skin. Mm. Um, and then, of course, it's all of the peptides within the secretion, um, if you if you want to research it's called the phylomedusa bicolor which is the name for the frog and you can research all of the peptides within there there's there's ones that are for example detamorphin which is stronger than morphine and it's Isn't natural it by like 100 times stronger than morphine yeah, it's really ridiculous something like that i don't know if there's a, it's a true scale there but it's 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 really powerful and that's why some of my clients come return to the frog for um for pain management for, for, for natural pain management interesting and for them that 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 process even if it was an hour is worth it because they're in pain a lot mm. um so and there's so many chemical reactions happening in that moment it's very quick the the reaction time and yeah it's, it's a it's a beautiful thing to have that the neurotransmitters the bioactive peptides yeah it's flooding your system yeah and yeah. it feels like that it feels it, it, you know yeah. i mean I remember it being explained to me how it sort of feels, but it's not until you actually do it and you're, 
Mm. You just feel this thing scan it's scanning, scanning you, isn't it? It's yeah. just going all the way yeah. through, tip to toe. Yeah. Um, That's what it feels like energetically. Yeah. And some of my clients don't don't believe in that, but then they wonder how their life starts shifting and moving, and they can meditate easier. But but for some of my clients, they might just come and really um, want the physical cleansing uh, because that's that's what it's used for in the Amazon as well. So if you look at how it's traditionally used, it's there's three main uses. So uh, one of them is for for hunting magic, which is their what they would call for, so they can go and uh, and find their their hunts. So they've got more stamina, more strength. They need less water, less food, and you can really feel that that sort of warrior. The next day, is you, you 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 feel lighter. It's almost like you go into that. Um, but the, but that's that's what it's used primarily for in the Amazon. Mm. But also they have a word called panema, which is bad luck, bad energy, dark spirits, and and that's definitely what I felt because my introduction to Cambo, I was very depressed at the time, and I felt like there was this like alleviation of that dark cloud. So that panema, that, that, that bad luck, what they might say in the, in the jungle. And then the third one is practical, you know, malaria, snake bites, things like that. So you can really see how from how it's traditionally used, how it can help Western um, ailments that we're all experiencing. Mm. And also the pain and the traumas that we experience as in our lives. But also, it, because this is a consciousness that... Um, it's it's difficult to say what it's going to do to each one because the relationship between you and the spirit is is very unique and individual, and we could never even begin to guess what it's going to do for you because it's it's not from the mind. We couldn't use the mind to figure that out. It's it's very much a consciousness, which is I think what I find people uh, struggle with the most is to think that a medicine from a frog could have its own consciousness and its own spirit. But that's of course true for all of the plants, uh, medicines that are in use today. Uh, that there's this consciousness and this uh, understanding what is right for each person. That's why it is so healing, and 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 unexpected and unique and a, a real privilege to to have this this wisdom in these days. Yeah, I mean, for 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 me personally, I mean, whenever I've taken it, it's always made me feel incredibly light mm. very focused very clear mm. often find my vision and my hearings better yeah sharper yeah sharper mm. definitely the vision and the hearing and just your senses yeah just you know your sense of touch I think you just maybe you're just more present you're just more mm. aware and instead of having all that noise and chitter chatter that we all have going through yeah. our heads it's just this all peace and calm like um, the the drama that in that people say in the next days is is just they can't attach to any drama that is around, and I really relate that to this hunting magic, because to that precision of of being aware of the energy that you need, it is is what's the skill in that hunt, you know, to to really tune into where the animal is because they believe that the animal is offered, so there is going to be an affinity with that animal that's offered to you. Mm. So if you can remove everything else around you and and tune into that. Of course, that's a perfect skill for, for in that moment to, to really receive the blessing of, of, that, no, of that animal. No, it's, it's fascinating. Um, tell us a little bit. I mean, it's, it's this strange frog from the Amazon jungle. Yeah. How, does, how did you come across this? I mean, how, how did you 
how does a Geordie lass find yeah, a frog ba- in the basically, Amazon? Yeah, basically, how, how does a Geordie lass? <laughs> that's not the first time I've fa- seen find the frog in the Amazon. I mean, that, that's got to be an interesting. It's got to be an interesting story behind that. Yeah. So, um, my story is is been in and out the depths of depression since I was a little girl. Really, uh, I was super super sensitive, which I'm really grateful for now. Mm because it just means I'm highly attuned to energies, which is, um, yeah, like I said, very helpful in these days. But but back then, uh, it, it was confusing, and it was hard to understand why I was so sensitive, and, and this, of course, came as gloomy moods of doubt, of, um, of, of feeling lost, and, and feeling like I really didn't want to be here, actually. That was a real real deep deep thought within within my being at such a young age um and and as a teenager i made a suicide attempt and and you know i'm very grateful that 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 came through another way um but that's that's how how deep that went for me at that time and then of course i I got became a teenager I, i was put on antidepressants but i found drugs and alcohol and in all sorts of ways to misuse my body um, and had had that sort of distraction and numbing from the pain mm. uh, of course and, and we can all relate to yeah, that yeah, yeah like how can I not be me yeah. for a moment you know I remember just thinking even if it was five minutes just not to be me not to be in this head not to have these thoughts just please just five minutes so of course alcohol drugs are the perfect way to do that and then this persona is created which isn't really me, you know, more from my shadowy aspects, from my from my darker psyche aspects, and um, and then the consequences of all of that, you know, all of that mayhem. And of course, it wasn't all bad. I had some beautiful experiences as I was as I was growing up and exploring the world, and and you know, dancing on the dance floor for hours, and just like you know, loving being around your mates and that feeling of of and 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 I really bless myself then for for what what I really wanted was a deep connection I really really wanted uh, uh, love and openness and unity in a family and that's what it was giving me momentarily or for a night you know you look around on the crowd it's given me goosebumps of like those connections that I would have with my mates and cuddling and suddenly the walls are dropped and we're talking about things that really mean stuff and not just putting on a front and and so that was like a really surface way of exploring those emotions and those connections that I really, really wanted to feel. But then, of course, that would add deeper to the depression afterwards and that, that feeling more separate, uh, more separation afterwards. So it, it was sort of like putting a plaster on the wound, but then not looking at the wound. It was that sort of sort of energy. And then, of course, a natural progression from this suffering is is to start to soul search. So I started to look at meditation and yoga, and you know, I did some courses about how to do classes, and I did some some classes and things like that. You know, I just started like opening up that door, mm. um, and seeing, you know, I, somewhere deep within my heart, even though I was still having suicidal thoughts and still not wanting to be here, I knew there had to be another way. I was like, God, this just can't be it. I just can't be like wanting to drink alcohol all the time and take drugs all the time and just not want to be myself and feel uncomfortable in my own skin and looking in the mirror and berating myself, you know, like really being cruel to myself. I was like, 
you know, even though that felt real at the time, I still in my heart knew somewhere there was hope that there was something else, which is what initiated this soul searching. And then the how Cambo came to be is my, my friend asked me to go to this spiritual hippie festival and I was like, God, that's the last thing I want to go to. I'm depressed here, do you not know? You know, I want to be in my room, I want to be feeling sorry for myself. I don't even want to go to the corner shop, you know? And somehow it's like, come on, it's only 50 quid, there's going to be workshops, maybe it'll be good to be out in nature. And of course, you talk about resistance at that point, my resistance levels were at an all-time high, I didn't want to do anything, didn't want to talk to anyone on the phone, you know, the, 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 the telltale signs of depression, as we know it. I've discovered more about depression now, but we'll just use that as, 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 as a good tip to explain how I was feeling at the time. And so... Um, I went to this festival and there was other medicines available then and I had never heard about Cambo and I went and, uh, and to a talk about it and this uh, this lady who ended up being training me did this talk about it and I thought oh, come on I've been a party girl surely it's just going to be good for cleansing that was my main thing I didn't even think about how I was feeling I was having some of the physical consequences of being depressed and not actually looking at it. You know, my body knocking on my on my door saying, come on, look at me, do something, change something, you know. And so I was thinking it might help with these physical ailments. It might help me clear some of the partying I've done in my life. Let's go ahead and do it. And I honestly don't know how that even came to be. This is how I know there was a greater plan in place because in that moment for me to say yes to something like that, at a festival, in a tent, someone burning my skin I'd never you know you had done a bit of research I had, hadn't even heard of it what it was oh so you're talking about you so you're, you're at the festival at the and festival. you're like you're oh, gonna yeah, do yeah, it right yeah. here right now but it's not beers and bands festival we're talking green teas and workshops you know so it, it, it was a bit more in context than yeah. like out there doing it at a festival but yeah so I'm at this festival and I say yes to do it and I go to the um, the tent and then it almost as if it all drops in in that moment I'm sitting around the circle and the lady's explaining that she's going to burn the skin and do that. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? This is crazy. I don't even know what this is. I've not even checked it out. You know, just total resistance coming in. But also, like, it was. I was like, what are my parents going to think? What am I doing? What if I die? All of this is coming through. But somehow I ended up going through with the process. And... Um, yeah, it was interesting during it because it was something I had never felt before. As you know, your first Cambo is nothing quite like it. And because I was already feeling so physically ill that night, I didn't actually feel good straight away after. And I was at this festival and I was just thinking to myself, what have I done here? You know, like really went into that. And then, um, yeah, the next morning, still till now, I've not felt something shift as much as that because now when I do Cambo, I think because I've, become a bit purer and cleaner gradually there's not so much of a shift but I, that morning I, it's given me goosebumps now just thinking I woke up and I was like what your body could feel like this no way I was just like I feel clear and clean and fresh my eyes were bright you know me and my friend were looking at each other like like little kids like what we can just feel like this we're allowed to feel like this your body can just have all these like connections going off it was just booting off everywhere and I just felt like elevated you know just really 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 elevated that's all I can say 
and uh, and then there was an opportunity to do it another two times. I missed the second one and I did the third. And then actually from that, that's when I went deeper into my depression because the, 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 of course the healing came and I didn't think it would ever help me with depression. Of course, my, my first instinct was this might help me with my the partying. And then I was feeling like, oh God, maybe this, uh, you know, I've, I've gone into something that I shouldn't have here, I'm feeling down. And then it just helped me to really look on a deeper level about my depression, about how I was really feeling, what I was traumatized about or in pain about, and what I was actually depressing. That's the thing, depression, what are you depressing? So I was able to look at this anger that I was keeping a lid on, you know, and and, and, and then that started a process which is still ongoing, of course, because I'm alive at Sade, so this process is gonna keep going till the day I die. But the, but the, that was it when I started researching that the, the, there was this panema and that it could actually help with that. And then there's these um, neuroactive peptides that could help the neurotransmitters. It just opened up this whole other um, knowing. And then, then the, the gifts that these medicines can bring uh, was, was suddenly in my, in my life. And then the, you know, the, <laughs> the rest is history, as they say. You know. So did you notice that uh, regarding your depression that there was this sort of, I mean, how, how quick did you get the sort of feedback that things were ultimately changing for you? Oh, it was really quick. It was really quick, but, but then the process, because it's, it, it's also been gentle with the process and there's a certain amount of unraveling that would need to take place. I don't think that years of feeling like that can be, can go in, in, in one instant. And mm. I also... When I first trained to do Campbell, I thought Campbell was the plaster that everyone needed. You know, I thought it was going to fix everyone's wounds. And although it's, it, it's, as you know, it's an incredible medicine, like all of these medicines are, I don't think there's any one that can be the one. I don't think there's anything that can be the thing. I think it's a, it's a, it's a holistic view. So it's looking at the whole. It's looking at, at what we needed because at the time I was on antidepressants and that was the only thing I thought was available to me. God knows what would have happened if I didn't have those. Mm. Even though now I wouldn't choose to put them in my body at the time, I didn't really have any choices. At the time, that was my only hope. So, so how can I say that that was bad? And 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 now now I wouldn't choose that. But for someone else, if that's all they know, you know, it's about awareness. But I think a lot. I think a lot of people find themselves in that sort of situation, and um, I sort of noticed that in the feedback through. You know people who follow me mm-hmm. and um, you know and I, I know I know I've got friends of mine who are on antidepressants mm. and have been on antidepressants for a long time and I was saying this in an, another podcast I think this week where you I've seen particular people on them for like the last sort of decade ten years mm. and they're still depressed yeah and every single time they go to the doctor they just prescribed a slightly larger dose yeah and um, you know, I, I say to you know a lot of people are always like, oh, you know, screw big pharma. And I, I resonate with that in a lot of senses. Mm. But a lot of these drugs are actually very useful, mm-hmm. and for what they're meant to do. But they're all, they're only ever meant to be a very short, short term, term yeah. little stopgap, just to sort of help you out, maybe for a few months. A few months, um, absolutely. But I think it's tragic now we're seeing people who are long term, and you know, there's obviously a dependency now. Mm. Um, and I think it's so mm-hmm. sad that you know people will find themselves in that situation where they've been on antidepressants for years and years and years, and they're still feeling absolutely wretched. They're still full 
of self-doubt, anxiety, mm, so sad. The, the fear, and you know, still battling every single day with their emotions. And I think that's because it's it's never meant to be a long-term thing. It's it, yeah. I mean, let, if we put it in in the context of it being your sore knee, if you were on painkillers to help a sore knee, which is basically covering up, there's a pain there. And it, the, your body's basically saying, look at me, respond to something. Something's not right. You need to change your diet or how you're walking or you need to do something, relax more, whatever it might be that your body's trying to tell you. You take a painkiller, the pain goes away, you think it's solved, but it's still underneath. Mm. You wouldn't take painkillers for years and years and years, or well, maybe you would, but the Some idea is do. that you wouldn't want to take painkillers forever because you're not really fixing mm. or looking at the thing that, that, is, that is the problem. And this is what the antidepressants do. I think short term they can be helpful for some people because when you are really low and you're thinking of, of, of killing yourself, that's real. And, and, and some people are making those choices. I've got friends that have done that and, and that spurred me on even more in this, in this quest to share awareness. But, you know, that is very, very real. So if there's something that, that, if that, if that medication is going to help that person in that moment, then great. But if they're left on it for months, I think that's neglect mm. because it's neglecting the real issue. It's it's not really looking at at what could be done. Like let's look at your pain. You know, the it's 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 so true now that there's information coming out, and I'm really grateful for that. And I've I've seen it from my own exploration, from my own healing journey, and from what I've seen from the many clients, is that the the amount of of reaction, whether it's drug taking, bullying, abuse. Um, whatever it might be, the amount of that is 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 a, a level to the amount of pain you're in, or the amount of trauma you've experienced in your life. And so, if someone was coming to me and I was a doctor, <laughs> don't think anyone would want me to be their doctor. But if I was, it, you know, I would want to see. I would want to discover what it is. I would want to look inside. Okay, so when did you start feeling like this? How was it like when you were younger? What's your relationship like with your parents? You know, really try and figure out when these patterns started, where there is a trauma. Because we talk about trauma, there's many ways. It could be moving house, it could be losing your family dog, it could be abuse from a family member. You know, it's it's full range. Yeah. So, so when we talk about trauma, we've all experienced it, especially as children when we're sensitive. You don't know how, how, how a little child is relating to a situation and what they're absorbing from it. So we've really got to respond well to trauma in our society and look at it and really look at how it's creating adults. And also the adults that are bringing up these children are traumatized themselves. So we've got an opportunity here as there's this awareness and there's great podcasts like this that are trying to create awareness is that we could be that change. We could be a shift to, to start to take responsibility for our trauma that we've experienced, heal it, release the anger, release whatever it is we're depressing, and then start to fill it with really good things like being creative, which is a really good way to move through anger and trauma, you know, and, and, and starting to access uh, the beauty of the world, you know, start to really feel that. It sounds idealistic, but I really believe that it is possible. And for me, from the medicine work, from all the journeys that I've experienced in, in, in the years I've been working with them is, the miracles do happen, but they're not some otherworldly thing. They're not about going to another world or getting something else to come here. They're about living as a human, looking at our shit, <laughs> moving beyond it and being the best version of ourselves we can be, being in the joy of being who we are and staying true to that and being authentic people. 
and authentic to one another and being in right relationship with one another and and yeah we're going to slip up you know I'm in a relationship I know what it feels like you know that it, it happens when you live with someone but how quickly can you return to love how quickly can you hold space for someone to go through a process to deal with a trauma or to be triggered by a trauma that that's happened you know this is how miracles happen and and when I've healed wounds that I've had the miracle has been that certain addictions have slipped away like the alcohol and drugs was the easiest thing it was the easiest thing to go because I didn't I suddenly had this connection to creator or to source whatever you want to call it it's basically just energy so it's love right I had this connection to love energy I didn't need a connection from anything else mm. I wanted to be me suddenly I felt comfortable being me I didn't want to be someone else around my mates I wanted to be me yeah I mean well I mean that totally resonates with me I mean I know you and I spoke about this and um, everyone who listens to me is well aware and probably totally bored of me ratting on about my issue with alcohol and um, mm. and I was, I was talking to someone the other day over lunch and they were, they were, they were like look you know I'm a, I'm a heavy drinker as well but I can't you know how, how did you how, how did you change that relationship with it mm. and um it was being shown why I drank. Mm. It was being shown, you know, what it was achieving by drinking. What was I trying to switch off? The emotions, yeah. the sadness, the loneliness, this sort of desperation mm. in my life. And now, because all of that noise has stopped, then my relationship with the alcohol has stopped. Yeah. It's just like, well, wow. I, don't, I, I don't need it any longer because actually... I wake up every single day and my mind isn't going chatter, 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 mm -hmm. chatter, negativity, negativity, mm -hmm. you know, all this sort of rubbish. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think it's, it's, it's interesting, but you've got to go through it. You've got to learn got to go why, and see. why, why do we do this? What are we getting from it? Because even though something like taking alcohol in excess or drugs in excess is, you know, you're abusing yourself, mm -hmm. but you're abusing yourself only. You're not doing it because you're happy. No, you're doing it because not. you're in pain and you're sad and you're desperate and you, you're desperate just to try and switch off that those, those thought processes just so you can get a little mm. bit of solace to yourself and be able to, I don't know, focus on something different in your life. Right, and bless your heart for being there. You know, if if you're addicted to something, it's like, what is this giving me? Because I'm saying that it was easy with the drugs and alcohol, but I've also had a sugar addiction, and that was really, really, really difficult. Only till recently, which you know about, because we were together. Only till recently, I've really understood the wound that that was covering. So it, it, I'm saying it's easy because that was easy for me in that sense. Mm. But then there's also this one, which is the the sugar is is going to a really deep wound that I was just not ready to look at yet. I wasn't ready to face it. And it's had to be a slow and gentle process. And, and, and I've had to really pluck up the courage to look at that and, and what it is that I'm soothing and why I feel like I need the pleasure, that momentary pleasure of chocolate to, to escape from, from the wound that, that I was feeling. It's, it's, it's a courageous process, it really is. But from beyond that, when, I, when, I, when something clicked and I looked at this wound from the sugar, I was just suddenly looking at a cake which I was addicted to and thinking there is nothing you can give me that I haven't already got within me, but but authentically in mm. me, you know, there's, 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 there's nothing that I can get from that. And that's it, we, literally overnight that one was. I mean, the process has been happening for years all my life. But when I had that realization, it was like from a shift from 
craving sugar, thinking about how can I get my next one, I need that soothing, to literally looking at cake and going, I, I cannot get anything from you. Like, It's fascinating because, I mean, that's, that's very much how I feel about alcohol now. And, you know, I'm still able to go out with friends, go to pubs and bars. I'm not one of those sort of people who are ex-drinker. No, I can't be around it. I can't have it in the house. Mm. Any of that sort of stuff. Um, but it is like that. It's just like, uh, look at, I was looking at a friend of mine having a drink the other day. And they were just like, you know, do you want to have a glass of wine? And I was just like, there's nothing inside me which says that I want to put that stuff anywhere near my body. Like It's, it's almost like, I'd have an allergic reaction to it. Yeah. Like, actually, you know what? I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything worse. Oh, thank God, though. That Thanks so, God. I'm so grateful I know, that but you it's just that. It's such an amazing experience mm. because like you with the sugar, you know, every single day, and my wife used to say this to me, like on a Saturday, so Saturday would always be our sort of family day where we'd go out, but it would, it would be around alcohol. So, mm. you know, my wife might say, well, oh, let's go and do a bit of shopping. But I mean, as soon as I walked into a clothes shop, I'd be like, sod this. Um, I'll tell you what, sweetheart, you do the shopping. <laughs> I'm going to be in the nearest pub. When you've finished, I'll come and find you. Mm. And you know, and then after we found each other, it'd be like, let's go for lunch. I want to go for lunch because then you can have another glass of wine mm. or something like that. And it'd be this constant sort of creating situations where, oh, why don't we go and get a drink? Should we go and get a drink? Are you thirsty? Are you cold? Mm. Let's go and get a drink. All these little things where you're just like constantly thinking, mm. spending energy, where can I get my next bit of alcohol yeah. from and now that's that's all gone that all that yeah. noise all that energy I was wasting and trying to sort of set up situations so I could get my next drink or something like mm. that it's just all disappeared and I just realized just how much bloody time I just wasted Spending, yeah but it took it, it, it I had to get to that point where I understood why yeah why was I drinking what was it giving me because it was giving me something in mm. return and um and that's a really good exercise actually if there's anyone that f is thinking you know i've got this addiction and addiction can be many levels of it you know uh, it's just something that's 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 causing you harm that you, you that you don't want to do but you can't help it it could be a toxic relationship it could be always meeting the wrong guy it could be these negative thoughts it can be sex it can be shopping it can be all sorts but if you feel like you're in that in that space, you can just ask, write it down, or go into a meditation and say, why, why am I doing this? What am what am I getting from it? Mm. And then if you list the things like for me with the sugar, it was like pleasure in that moment. It was escaping something. It was soothing. It was giving me sweetness. It was like I was getting a cuddle. You know, I had turned into a little girl, and I wanted to be be wrapped up and be safe. And that's what I was getting from it. You know, it's just a chocolate bar to someone else. But to me, that's, that's, I was getting all of those things. And then, of course, I've got compassion then of, wow, okay, I know why you do that. Because you can't fight these things with fight. You have to go in with love because they've come from love. They've come from a protection. Uh, and, and the basis of everything is love, you know. So, so it's, it's also saying, wow, okay, where can I get that from? How can I look at you know when where did this come from whenever I felt like that before and then you can sort of backtrack it and find maybe when you were younger a situation that that that, that this is sort of uh stemmed from and start to offer healing to that to that space and 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 then of course once you're on that path the the perfect people will come along at the right time to help you along with that journey if you if you need some external help but it's all it's all your process within mm. 
and it's uh, it's really great as you know because I'm so proud of how you've you've come through that and yeah it's just really great to see that that transition oh, it's, it's I mean, amazing it, 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 it's, it's generally been um, yeah I mean completely bonkers yeah completely bonkers the whole the whole thing I mean mm. you know there's 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 times I find myself just sort of sat down sort of reminiscing and thinking you know about this sort of last sort of 12 month journey that I've been on since since we first met mm. and um, continually noticing the changes and just the little tweaks mm -hmm. in behaviors and my thought processes and I'm much more aware my awareness is much is far greater than what it was so mm. you know I can I can pinpoint a sort of a self-sabotaging thought as soon as it is created in my head and then wow. I can just literally just sort of shut it down and stop it right there and then wow. you know I still I still find myself in those situations you're yeah, sure. you know it's still human and you're, you're, still, human, you're, you're still, right? yeah. still battling with thoughts but I've become a lot more aware of shit I'm just ultimately making up in my head yeah well is yeah. this person doing this and are they thinking that and oh my god maybe they're doing that and you before you before you before you know it you've, you've created this other narrative mm. about this poor person of probably which none of it is true yeah 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 but it feels real inside your head and you're thinking about it and you're creating this experience mm. and I think you know for me just to be able to free myself and understand that my goodness you know my my mind for years was my 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 prison yeah you know it, it, it trapped me and the only person to blame for that is was you, me yeah you know and you know once once you can let go of the ego mm. side of things and that's obviously massively helped you know I, years ago I mean, if you sort of said to me do you have an ego I'd be like no I'm not, I'm not egotistical but of course you know this ego is always mm. there so we work in the background and it's definitely in the last 12 months since starting the whole IO experience and the cambo and mm. you know ev everything that I've been doing the ego is I mean he's still there the ego is still there I mm. notice him but I'm I'm going to have a much better relationship with him yeah. I understand him and I'm just like actually you know, I'm your boss it's not, yeah, not the other yeah, way around buddy yeah, yeah. You, you know you might try and throw a spanner in my works and get me to start throwing energy at this one thing and mm. getting worried and you know focusing on silly stuff yeah but, sure. um, and, and I see that with the clients and of course myself is this prison that we put ourselves in and this is the freedom it's like finding your own wings finally and 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 then there's no one to blame apart from you for this prison because I, I do a lot of uh, work with looking at people and, and like I said before about looking at childhood that's what I would want to know like what where have you created this pattern from and of course you have to explore some some maybe unhealthy relationships or some traumatic situations and and it's not about blaming anyone else it's not about projecting that onto someone else it's about being honest about what happened but also looking at how you've then used that to imprison yourself there's a responsibility because then also there's the empowerment of how you move beyond it mm. because you're not going to change your parents or their parents or how they've been brought up or how they interact with you what you can change is how you perceive it and what you take from it and how you either use that as a tool as an opportunity to move beyond or, or to, to shift something within you because we're all seeing mirrors uh, uh, reflected back to us of course even if we don't like it yeah, we, can, we can go into a bit more detail with that because I think people will find that one interesting because I think a yeah. lot of people really struggle with that concept 
Yeah, right. Okay, the mirror work. The mirror work, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, so I'm really deep and heavy on that. I, l- I love the mirror work. Yeah, because I think, you know, I mean, from a very young age, I remember my mum was, um, and she still is, very into homeopathy. And um, she, al- she always used to say to me growing up, she's like, you know, uh, I'd be like, oh, for example, oh, you know, my younger brother's really pissed me off. And she'd be like, well, you know, has he pissed you off? Or, he, you know, is he just sort of showing you a part of yourself? Which mm, <laughs> Amen. And then it's just this sort of concept of like, oh, God, I thought that guy was a complete prat. Yeah. But actually, it's, you. it's me. Oh, yay. And there's the beauty. Wow. Like, yeah. and this is the, this is how we're all medicine. For each other, for one another, especially our intimate relationships, whether it's our close friends, our partners who we're, we're in love with, or whether it's our family, and of course our family are the, the ones that are highlighting, flying the flag for the mirror work. But this is this is, this is is the beauty of, of to look at within another and to really, to, to be able to go deep into that. So anything that you're seeing in the other person, it, you might even have it just a small bit, or you might have had it from the past. But it's to really own that within yourself, and then that's when you can grow and move beyond it. Uh, I'll, I'll say it in like an example, so it's easier to understand. So recently, um, some people were talking about me in a negative way, and I, and and um, my first reaction, of course, because I'm human, took it personally. It was like I went into a bit of a victim. Of course, I went into an angry person because I'm a confrontational person. So there's that feisty. Geordie girl Geordie. that's going to come through and I say girl because she is the girl she's not a woman yet and that's the um, that that's what came through and, and I wanted to you know like get, get my teeth into it and of course I know now to never react from that place to, to, to take some time and then I act so I took some time I did some breath work and then I was like of course it's not about them it's not about the details so um, I, that's where they're at and that's showing a place that they need healed because if you're talking about another or judging or projecting onto another, that's you need to look at yourself. But that's also got nothing to do with me. So I don't need to sit here and worry about them. So that removed that straight away. Love and compassion gone. And then I was like, okay, what in me, where in me do I still not believe in myself because I'm attracting people that don't believe in me? And then that's it. That's the gold. And then I've got something to work with. Then it becomes... A really great gift because of course I went down that exploration of what you know maybe when I was younger I, I wasn't told that I was good enough and I just didn't develop that confidence and of course it's it's growing and growing but there's still these mirrors come to us so we can see those tiny little bits that we're not looking at so if we don't have mirrors in the form of other people we've got a subconscious which which I call the shadow which is known as a shadow as well but that that when I say shadow, that's what I'm meaning. Is this subconscious area that we're not looking at, that we're hiding from others, that's going to come out through through uh, the work of of other people, and it comes through. You know, when you're angry or when you say something you don't mean, you go away and go, "What the hell did I just say that for?" You know, this is our shadow coming out because we're not looking at it. We're not owning our psyche. The fact that we've got things like manipulation and anger and victim and and all of these these intricate ways of getting what we want in a situation and 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 that's just life that's the human thing that's what we've done to protect ourselves you know we might have used manipulation to get power from our parents that were really demanding of us you know 
so so it's it's really it's not about judging that part of us either it's about giving it compassion but exploring it honestly and humbly and 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 that's how you can move through because that could have been for me you know people talking about me in a negative way I could have really got down about that but then it became a really good thing it well, became empowering yeah empowering of course yeah. And we talk about it, you know, empowering my clients. You know, I don't want my clients to need me or anyone. What I'm hoping from the healings that I offer is that, of course, there's going to be a strip back, which you usually require tools for, which is why I think medicines are so prominent at this time, because we've got ourselves in a bit of a situation as humans. Oh, I agree with that. Uh, we've got mass addiction, mass mental health, and no one knows what's, what we're doing with it. We've got traumatized adults bringing up traumatized children you know that sounds pretty awful and I don't mean to make it sound so gloomy but just let's be real for a moment that is actually things that are happening but we see it we see we, yeah. we, we see it in society you don't yeah. have to look too far to too sort of far. see you know there is there's yeah. very real very serious, serious. social issues in yeah. our world and you know you're absolutely right you know damaged yeah. people yeah. are creating life which they are then damaging damaging from their own pain yeah. bless them bless everyone because it's not about finding people to blame you know there's there's also things like child abuse there's 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 no uh, right way to punish people now like all of the systems are are not looking at at, at the at how a healing can actually move beyond these 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 reactions like i said before well, we're just we're still so focused on the behaviors which have come from the sort of the trauma uh you know i've always i've always um i've always found it irritating when people look at uh you know people like drug addicts mm. so you, you walk past someone on the street and you just oh crackhead you know ignore them they're just a drug addict mm. i'm just like yeah I, sp I spent years working with people with addictions and, and it's mainly always drugs mm. and none of those people are there because their lives have been absolutely incredible and they've had everything yeah. they needed. They're, they're there because, you know, they've found themselves in traumatic experiences. Mm. And I say this every single podcast, but I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, we are only as strong as our weakest in society. Mm. And we all need to start looking at... at Collective at consciousness. Co collectively trying to sort of help <coughs> and support these types of people because if we can't fix them, if we can't help and support them then yeah know, well or empower them to heal yeah. themselves yeah. because we can't fix anyone that's no, the truth but, but to, to give to, them the support to, to support and, them yeah, the and give them the nurturing uh, energy that they need to then move beyond how they are feeling because it, what we've now we've got to realize at some point for us to move beyond the this separation is that we are all coming from the collective consciousness. Every decision made is coming from the collective consciousness. Trump is coming from the collect collective consciousness. We are manifesting our reality as a collective. There's, there's no separation. Yeah, very quickly, can you just explain that concept of the collective consciousness to people yeah. who might not understand? Yeah, so so th this is the, 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 but the knowing that we are all one. We are all one mind, all one thought, all one system, all one energy. So we've all come from one and we return to, to oneness. So the, the one could be God, creator, however you want to term it. But for me, it's just love and energy, so we don't need to, to label it as anything. But the, the, the idea is that there is no separation from any human being that 
of course we've come in different suits and different personalities and so it's really difficult and I, I understand how difficult it is because I've been there and felt separate how how it can be especially when we've got different opinions and you think there's no way I'm like them we've, we've got total different opinions but we are all one um, and we're all coming from one energy that that is the thing so it's that the, the shadows of us are projecting into this consciousness and creating our reality whether it's in our family dynamics whether it's in our work whether it's in our collective whether it's in our, our country or the world so it's saying that we've got a responsibility for everything that's happening from from in Australia to here to to what's happening in America like it's all one thing and whatever the mass energy is is what's going to create that so the there'll be a tipping point when we're all actually taking responsibility for ourselves and believing in love and knowing the, the true oneness and living with nature in a beautiful way and living with one another in right relationship, then there'll be a, a, a balance, um, a, a tip with the balance and, and, and it'll, it'll shift hmm. for sure, which is what I believe is happening now. Do, do you believe there is a sort of shift happening in consciousness? <coughs> with yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do, and I think it's happening quicker now as well. I feel like we're going through through it quicker because the processes that used to take me maybe a month to go through now are happening in a day. It's like a, a, something will happen, I'll have to go through it, and then it'll just go. And it's like, okay, I'm having to transcend these energies quicker. Energies could be an argument with my partner, it could be difficulty at work, it could be a traffic jam that I'm triggered by, you know, it could be anything. Mm. Um, and, and it's about processing it and looking at the responsibility within ourselves. And that's going back to why I think the, the plant medicines have come and, and f- amphibian medicines is because I do think that, that, that we need to rise our consciousness and this is rising the collective consciousness so that we can live in that unity, in, in, that, in, that, in that space of being loving, kind. You know, I'm not wishy-washy here and saying that we're not going to be humans because I also believe that that is the ultimate thing we're here to be yeah, human that's why we're here, isn't it? so so what i think the plants are doing is giving us an opportunity to 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 remove our conditions and our traumas and our pain as you know it's a cleansing process you usually go through that and then you can start collecting all this beauty and and be, and find your wings and move out of these cages that we've created for ourselves but i think ultimately my grandchildren might be my great-grandchildren i'm hoping that they don't need these external things because again as beautiful as these these plant medicines are and I, I, I love and pray with for them all the time they are still an external source for us to get somewhere for us to find our truth and our love strong point and and and, and so i believe that if we are really pioneers of that that we've got everything we need from within which is my absolute belief that is what i'm that's what i'm totally carrying in my heart and the message that i want to share is that everything we need is within but I'm not fickle enough to think that, well, okay, if I had everything I needed within, why did I take those drugs? Why was I so depressed? Of course I needed help. I needed support to find that ultimate truth. Mm. And this is what I think that the, the plants are doing in, in mass, by spreading in the frog and in, in, in the toad. You know, there's, there's all different types of medicines, peyote, ayahuasca, everything. It's they're sharing their wisdom and their high vibrations and their harmonious energy to raise us up so that we can know that truth that we have everything we have within and then in years to come it's going to be sound healing or energy with our own hands that we're sharing that we're going to need herbs that we've picked from our own garden 
the medicine of our actual healthy food and water that we can drink because we're living in a symbiotic relationship with nature. I don't know how it's going to happen because there's so many of us and there's such a demand, but to, to bring the ancient wisdom that we're now blessed to be, to be touched with right now, there is ancient wisdom coming from these medicines. You know, spirit and ancestors are talking to me and sharing their wisdom all the time. And we are so honored to have this, to have this wisdom at this time. It's really beautiful. And what we can do is find a way to marry that with this, this, this modern way of living and create a different reality from the collective consciousness if yeah. we all if we all partake in that and if we all understand that I agree I, I agree with you and I, I, I totally agree with the fact that you know in a couple of generations down the line that you know the world could be a very very different space because we're just operating different Which, yeah um, I, I think I think you know I, I say this a lot and I think this a lot I think we're, we're still so early on on our evolutionary sort of track of growth you know we're almost right down at the bottom and mm. there's this huge unlimited sort of potential that we have mm. but I think we've 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 gone off the boil massively I think you know the fact that we're still living in a society where mm. war is normal you mm. know uh, you know sitting in the 40 years I've been alive you know there's just just been continued war mm -hmm. you know there was wars before you know I've seen how the wars you know the first world war second world war screwed up my great-grandparents they were mm. both surgeons yeah and they found themselves in the trenches literally just cutting people's limbs off yeah for months and months on end and they came back to the uk completely completely screwed up completely yeah. screwed up of individuals post-traumatic stress yeah. which wasn't heard about then no, no, no one knew how to do with that and i've got a similar story and then of course the 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 grandparents that we've been around have been projecting their pain into their family yeah and 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 to bring some like light into that is that the because it is brutal it is brutal what's happening in the world like there's murderers you know that it, it, if someone feels so separate that they could harm another person in that way mm. in a really brutal way so i mean that's 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 the ultimate surely the of separation like that's the ultimate thing of se separation and when when we get to this this unity consciousness and really understand that we are all one you cannot do anything to a brother or sister that you would not do to yourself it is impossible of course you can be triggered and you can be a bit angry and you're going to be human because we're here to experience that but you could not do that and and that's how how we can live i really believe and and what i've found from my own journey just to, to put some perspective into this darkness because we've spoke about it is that darkness has been my greatest teacher hands down and 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 i'm i'm not scared of it i i actually welcome it i'm so grateful that it was there and um I follow the the uh, Native American tradi traditions as well as others, and sort of combine them in my work. And uh, there's a beautiful story about um, the the little deer who uh, want who wanted to go and see Creator. Creator was asking to see the little deer. So so this little deer goes up to this hill and and to speak to Creator. But there's a demon in the way, and this demon's scary, and there's a massive massive monster thing, and just being really wild and and scares all the other animals so no one can go and see creator so there's just this block this demon in the way and the little deer goes and and just looks at this demon and so the demon brings on the show and tries to scare it and the little deer doesn't move 
And so the, the demon's thinking what's going on and looks in the eyes of this little deer and all this little deer has is love and compassion in its eyes and it's just beaming out to the demon. So the demon gets even more fierce, more angry like that. You're not going to be put down by love and compassion. I can do this. Gets more and more angry and the deer doesn't even flinch and just sends more and more love and compassion. The more the demon gives, the more the love and compassion the little deer gets. And the demon doesn't know what to do and its heart suddenly melts and it shrinks to the size of a walnut. And the deer can clear the way to, to go and see Creator and all the animals can go and see Creator. It's a beautiful story, but it's it's also really relevant at this time uh, as uh, for individuals who are going into medicine work, who might be fearful of seeing their darkness. It's just it's all just love anyway, you know, the darkness has just not seen love for a really long time. So if you can give it love and compassion, you're going to, you know, speed the process up a little bit, right? Oh, no, then, then, then be angry and fearful about it. But also on a bigger scale, we can't fight this fight with fight. It, it doesn't make sense. And, and, and as we're moving from patriarch to matriarch into this world, then we want to do it with love and compassion with gentleness the thing that hasn't been done the way that, the, that, that a woman in her true authentic power can bring is that it's really powerful it's really powerful to be gentle and loving and compassionate and darkness slips away in that presence there is no room for darkness within that and that is it and that happens on the medicine journeys as you know the, 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 there's no the, it, darkness cannot exist from that high vibration of love it just can't so if you can be in that and spread that and share that, then your reality changes like you've seen. Mm. You've seen it in real, in real time what's happened to you. When you've faced your fears, you've, you've met them with love and with responsibility and res with respect. And now look at what's unfolding in your life. You know, that's real. Yeah, but put it onto a bigger scale. What could happen if all of us were doing this and, and meeting it with love and compassion instead of fear, instead of instead of putting these religious dogmas onto this beautiful medicine work, you know, and and and, and just really looking at it from a from a, a a perspective of everything is love, right? There is only the energy of love. So 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 the the. The darkness, it's like the bully at school is just probably needing more love. Well, definitely needing more love than anyone else, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm not saying that you just give them love, you know, every, there's got to be consequences, of course. I'm not being really idealistic here, but I'm just saying, you know, to really understand that and, and, and to, to sit with that and to see how that can transform how you meet your days and what, you're in, what you bring to, to others. I think it's a, I think it's a very important point, and it's something that I uh, make reference to a lot. Um, I've been for a long time always about positive vibes and high energy, and mm. you know, focusing on you know the good in the world as opposed to the bad. That's not to say that you know you're not going to have to deal with the bad stuff. This mm. is you know this is this is earth, and that's always going to happen. But it's you can choose, I'd argue, how to mm -hmm. how you deal with you know. How you go with the rough and the smooth. Mm. Um, I think what's a shame, and what's something I notice, is that actually an awful lot of people I don't think are even aware that they're living in this sort of state of fear and they're making decisions from fear Something. as opposed to mm. love and light. Yeah. Because 
the negativity of their life has become so normal to yeah. them. It's you know probably normalised into their society, their family, their society, mm. their town, their whatever. Yeah. And um, I wonder how to sort of to change that on a larger scale. But I guess it just starts with everyone just one heart at a time. Yeah. One heart at a time, and you're doing the best you can do by having a podcast like this because you're actually able to get get uh, topics and it's not saying that, that who you have on the show is going to be right and you know God almighty it's just saying that, there's a, that it's nice to have all different perspectives because when we're so narrow minded and we only hear one thing then that's that's what we become mm. but just hearing it all that's why I, I, all religions I've, I've got into and, and looked at and they all have the same basic knowledge they've just been mis, mis like interpreted throughout the years and I, I love a lot of the things, you know, I bring in, in my ceremonies that I do, I would bring the energy of Jesus and Mary, I would bring in the, the, the energy of Buddha and Ganesha and, and, and like all sorts of deities that have, that have been here as an example of walking the, the path of love. That's all these people are, these transcended masters have come down as humans and chose the path of love. And, and that's what we've got an opportunity to do now as humans, be human get pissed off of course like we have to feel the full spectrum of emotions but don't project that onto your partner or don't you know go out and do something something negative from that in a safe container explore emotions and do it responsibly because we're adults we've got to respond yeah don't you, it's, it, don't you think it's mad that um why aren't we teaching this in schools why aren't we teaching our, our the, the children how to i mean i've i've, I've spent time working in in schools you know, and I've taught and I've seen situations. I remember there was a time when a group of five, six-year-olds, and you know, one gets vexed with one of the others mm. and because they've taken the toy, and then you can see their minds working right. Well, I'm I'm vexed about this. I'm going to go over and give that other kid a little yeah. slap and snap the toy back. And we never sort of. The first response would be like, don't do that. That's not the way to behave. You've got yeah. to share. But mm. that's about as, as deep as it goes. Mm. You know, and I just think it's such <clears> a shame. We seem to be missing an opportunity where we could, we could help reprogram the youth yeah. into sort of thinking and understanding of course. this a hell of a lot more. And the thing is, because people don't know, there's so much knowledge, but there's not that much wisdom. That's, that's the thing, is that we're in, a, we're in a society now, and what I've seen as well... Uh, first hand is that when you fill your head full of knowledge you're actually missing the the wisdom of your heart and your gut which we know now is 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 one of our brains so it's like and then you, then you're someone else's thoughts because and it's also the like trainings it's someone else's perspective of of a, of a way to do things instead what you could do which is what I, what I do now is clear myself as much as possible so when I go into the spaces to connect with spirit, I can learn as much as I can and direct learning from them, from spirit, from ancestors, from whoever wants to come and share their wisdom. And that's it. That's real, true authenticity. Uh, there's no one else's projections in it or this is how it should be done or this knowledge or it's been handed down for that long. You know, this is how things look at how the Bible's been changed so much, you know, like that, that's a perfect example of how how you can take one a, a, a book and it's had mass effect on loads of people in negative ways as well as positive. So, 
you know, it's it's it, it's not saying that this knowledge is going to be the, be useful, because the wisdom is from the heart. The knowledge is something that's been it's been written from the brain, I guess. Mm. And 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 it's about it's about having the the uh, a perfect balance and actually decluttering your brain. I think to to tune into to more wisdom, authentic. What's your heart saying? Sit in silence more. You know, really get to know who you are, so you can make decisions. And then that. If we were given that to children, if we were allowing them to make their own decisions, find out who they are from a young age, it would be a completely different way. But we can't expect that because the teachers who are, or, or, or the, the training that the teachers have had, or whoever's making the rules basically, is it can't resonate with this way of thinking because it's not real for them. And it's only real when there's a resonance. Mm. When I was depressed, someone told me I'd just be grateful for life. I wanted to throw her off a bridge. I was like, you've got to be frigging joking. I'm in hell. Like, there's no way I can be grateful for anything. My life is rubbish. I, I want to die. You know, and that was so real for me now. Then, now the gratitude I have, I look at the sky as if it's my last day on earth. With that much gratitude, I could cry. And, and, and it's, that's given me goosebumps, oh, it's see. so real yeah. that I really, really, really love nature and, and the trees and, and how beautiful this world is and how great it is to have connections and, and conversations and, and I never, ever, ever thought I would feel like that. But something happened where I was able to have a resonance in it and so it, it, it meant something to me, so then it became real it's not real to these people who have not experienced it so how can we expect anything else no i i agree with you i think you know i think sadly a, a huge a huge majority of us you know are so so tangled up in the the bs side of this world you know they mm. you know minds are consumed by worry and anxiety and depression because you know you're not hitting these milestones that society have sort of said that you should hit or you know you're in a funny relationship with someone and you're mm. feeling insecure or you you know you hate your job mm. I, I can't believe how many people I speak to absolutely hate their jobs mm. and I know what it's like I mean I've never hated a job uh, I've always been quite lucky but I've been in jobs where I'm just like Jesus, this sucks, mm. and you know. But then I've changed it. Um, but I can't imagine spending, you know, half half your daily life stuck in something that offers you nothing in return. Apart, mm. and the only way you justify it is, well, I need to do it because I need to get that paycheck at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. And how depressing that must feel. And and then we wonder why there is so much mental health issues mm. in this world. We wonder why. You know, one in two people in the UK will be diagnosed with cancer in their lifetime. That's yeah. mean one of us potentially will yeah, get diagnosed yeah, yeah, with cancer, yeah, sure. and yet we live in this era where we are more technologically advanced than we've ever been. Our understanding, supposedly, of stuff is that, you know it's a far superior level to what it was, you know, even just 50 years ago. And yet, to me, society just looks sicker and sicker because it's through the brain because yeah. we're understanding things through the brain which has got its value of course if something happened to my leg now I'd have to I'd, I'd want to hope someone's done some research into how to put it back together and I'm really grateful for that's happening but there needs to be a balance and this is the feminine as well as coming in with that flowing heartfelt energy to understand through the heart 
and 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 it is it is coming from the women but also the feminine aspect in men as well we're calling for men to find their femininity within their bodies to remember that flow and what 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 does that mean because i think a lot of a lot of men are going to be like oh i don't understand what that means to find my feminine flow you know i'm a i'm a bloke yeah yeah of course <laughs> and it, I, I guess that sounds really out there because we've all got masculine and feminine energy within us mm. and so to have the balance is, is to to be true authentic it's it's it balances obviously where we want to be so the and you know that the masculine is very um logical pragmatic um you know sturdy and the feminine is very flowing and floating in the moment um, and it's creativity things like that so if they're balanced they can work really well together for example my masculine isn't as good as my feminine so so I'm probably not that good at emails or doing my website but I'm really great at holding ceremonies because I'm in the moment and I'm flowing and I'm really in tune with how people feel mm. but but I, I would like to balance my masculine more so it would be like calling in on those on those things that I, that I don't have naturally the organization that things like that and and so for for men to feel that it would be to be less in their pragmatic logical mind and to be more in their heart of like what feels good in this moment uh, what can I flow with what's creative like painting you know doing things singing dancing these these floaty beautiful ways of connecting with our body uh, which are denied for men and men have been conditioned to not be that and that that's not masculine but that is that as a woman that is the sexiest thing that a man could be is really in tune with themselves it is really beautiful to see a man who can do that who can sit and cry who can call his son darling who can who can get up and dance who can who can who can sing if they want you and and he would paint a picture with you and and want to hear how you're feeling you know that's 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 amazing and, and and also you know it's 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 bringing that compassion into the table isn't it and and, and then when we're bringing up our children that the, the, our children aren't seeing that this masculine has to be this certain way it's 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 removing all of the things that the man has to provide and 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 be this 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 so much pressure on the man actually oh in that God, space yeah, god relieve the pressure man give yourself a there's, break there's, there's so much there's so much pressure i watched an amazing documentary and i can't remember the name of it but i will find the name and i will stick it in the sh i'll stick it in the notes um where this it's, it's a documentary about this uh girl sort of very strong feminist sort of background and she she does this amazing documentary where she actually comes out afterwards and goes you know what men have had a really shit time you know there's just the pressures you know yeah. all these walls where we go off to and we, you know just basically sent to the slaughter mm. um I'd, I'd i'd like to see i'd like to see uh, a society where you know we work as brothers and sisters we work together mm. to create that oneness um i think like defined roles well you should do this yeah. you should do that I think are just completely outdated and I, I really don't think serve any sort of purpose and, I, mm. and I've met people from you know like my parents friends where the man's the provider he does mm. all he does all of that and the mum stays at home cooks the tea yeah. looks after the kids make sure the house is great for when you know the man mm. of the house then come back to it mm. and to me it just I mean yes we need you know roles are important and uh and all of that sort of jazz, but 
I'd, I'd really like to think that we can move away from that sort of situation well you've got to do this you've got to do that I'd, yeah, I'd any sort of labels because if someone wants to do that that's fine but if they yeah. feel they should that's the difference isn't it and it's it, it's you know my man's the cook in the house he's oh, tidier same. than me yeah. so so if you think about it like I should be the tidy one he I should be the cook it's the total opposite in yeah. our house but if it felt good for it to be the other way I'd be happy with that as well because it's not saying that because that's what I, a woman would typically do now she can't do it it's like if it feels good for you and if it's right in your relationship then that's good but if you're doing something because you should then then that that's when you want to be looking at it anything in life you know I should do this because I'm the man mm. because that's what I find as well as this, this pressure is is also you know we've got to look at, at male suicide being the highest well I was, I was literally I was literally just about mm. to bring up that point you know I mean suicide in males is the biggest killer in under 35 yeah I so think that's raised actually now to under 40s yeah exactly and that's something of course which I think is the pressure is this conditioning is the is is also as well because men aren't allowed to be in touch with their feminine side and talk about stuff when men get together I've seen it you know how everyone takes a piss a bit and you you, you lock down you start to change things and um and and I think it's it's something that we can you know that it's a massive subject that's a podcast in its own what, what we could do for that but yeah. I think definitely starting to address these roles and these expectations that we have because of our gender is, is something that could be explored for sure no no I, 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 I totally agree with you I had this conversation with a, a, a guy I met the other day and um, sort of similar age to me like all of us struggled heavily with, with mental health issues mm. anxiety and depression and he said something interesting he, um, that he talks to all of his friends about his problems and uh, they, they literally they just, he says you just watch them just close up it mm. makes them feel really uncomfortable oh okay yeah yeah that's fine mate yeah, you had depression and you've, you've thought about killing yourself loads of times but we, we don't want to talk about it yeah just this almost recoil back no 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 no, no. We, we don't we don't talk everything's fine we'll just mm. go to the pub and just drink and do a line of coke and mm. probably fall Forget into bed with it, somebody yeah. else and just sort of you know try and forget about it because it's also triggering their pain that they're not looking at they don't want to look at their pain they don't want to look at their trauma so they don't want to hear about yours mm. it, it, it's it's that that whole thing because we're not speaking about stuff like that because it's not okay to speak about stuff like that then, then why is it why is it not okay I mean it's obviously something which has just come from history isn't it yeah British that stiff upper lip stiff upper lip boys don't cry that boys sort of thing you know cry, I was yeah. looking when I was doing research into into that about men I looked at these like 1950s books and it was like how to not show emotions telling you how to not show emotions wow. another one saying how to prepare yourself for when your man's coming home and it's like if you've had a tough day you've got to put makeup on and make sure you look like you haven't you know like this is the sort of stuff that was only 60 years ago wow, no 70 time. years ago you know like that that's the world we were living in so imagine even beyond that and you remember we're carrying the energy from our ancestors from our bloodline so we're carrying a lot of um energy around this it's 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 a real big big, big subject and um and we're not in that space of of allowing creating safe containers to explore our emotions what, what I found and what I say at the beginning of my ceremonies is what we're creating is a, a, a space within ourselves where we are a witness, where we don't retract from someone going through their process, but we don't try and get involved. 
because in our society you see that people try and stop you from crying make you feel better or they run away from it because they can't cope with it and what what we want to do is be in that space holder and to be a space holder as we all all can access that is to to hold that space within yourself where you witness where you say i really feel you brother or sister i really feel what you're going through but it's got nothing to do with me and that's that's the most respectful way to watch someone through their process and to honor them actually is a, a another human being because like I said, darkness has been my greatest teacher. If someone tried to stop me through those dark processes and make it better, I would not be where I am now. No, and try true. and come and get this demon off my back in a ceremony. So like I want to face the demon myself and give it love. Don't don't try and remove that from me. You know, like so so that someone getting in the way isn't a respectful way or, or running away from it isn't respecting one another either. Mm. So it's more understanding about that, about how do we hold space for children? How do we teach them that we're not going to judge them for them acting out, for them having emotions? We're going to explore it in a safe way. And, and that, that's something that we could start now, you know, by more awareness about how, how to do that and finding that place within ourselves mm. of, of holding that space, which you know, of course, you've got to do that in a candle ceremony, and in other ceremonies, you can't go over and run and cuddle your mate halfway through a ceremony or something. You know, you've got to really respect one another. And I, li- I, li- I like that. Um, I like that idea, though, of because I think in society you do see that where, you know, you, if you're upset, you know, you, you, you text your sort of six besties and then mm. instantly you're getting all external feedback and support and stuff. Where actually, very often you do need to go through this yourself mm. and it's interesting like in Italy when we were there last month um, and they sort of said you know no touching no getting mm. involved and you know if, if people are crying you you, you know or upset you, you've got to just yeah let them go through it I remember you know a few people in the you know did have really upsetting experiences and I remember just sort of sat there with my eyes closed just sort of sending them vibrations mm. and positive stuff best thing but I was just do. like there's no way I'm getting up and going to sort of go and give them a cuddle because mm. it's also a distraction as well from our processes that we we I did that when I first started Campbell as well you've got to remember that I went from from being wounded myself in depression and then I suddenly had this responsibility of giving Campbell and, and at first I used that as the biggest distraction. I said yes to everyone. I didn't have any boundaries. I didn't look after myself because I thought it was such a beautiful thing that I could share this medicine that had helped me so much. I forgot about who I was and myself and I just give, give, give. Mm. And that wasn't me being <coughs> respecting my journey. It was actually me distracting and I, had, I, I bypassed actually. If we talk about that spiritual bypassing, is to not actually move through the shit and to bypass it to go into the love and light. Mm. That that's not helpful either. We no, want to. still got it all. Yeah, it's still there. You're still carrying it, and you're probably projecting it on some <laughs> other poor guy who doesn't want it, you know. And so it's 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 to really really move through that, but to to not have to suffer alone either, you know. To to have and if you are a friend, to to be that friend where you're not going to pander to someone. Say it how it is. I've luckily and and, and 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 so grateful that I've got people around me now that lay it down they will not let me get away with anything if if it, you know if it's not in alignment with who I am or, or what my heart really wants they'll bring the truth to me when I can't see it mm. when I'm a bit lost they're not going to say something that, that that I want to hear they're going to say what I need to hear 
and that's who I want to be around and that's the friend I want to be as well and it's tough medicine mm. a lot of my friends don't want to be around me for that you know so it, it's it's being that 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 true bringing the truth to, to it otherwise what the hell are we doing if we're not sitting in truth what what is the point what are we all doing we're, we're, we're just avoiding and distracting ourselves and and you know from seeing the truth you might have had some hairy moments there that's not and, and the then we're talking about the Canberra how much fear you had but look at all the weeks you've had since then of pure bliss and getting mm. to know who you are and yeah finding the best of you and being the best of you and your energy and all the people that have noticed it and oh yeah it's, it's I mean you know I, I do it I do it time and time and time and time again mm. you know and you know uh, no doubt I will I mean you know we've got we've got other retreats you know in the in the works um yeah I mean it's it, it, it it's fascinating when you start to really well, it's fascinating when you're able to sort of really start to explain to people, you know how how simple it is. Really, it's not mm. it's not complex stuff. This it's 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 fairly simple stuff where you just need to, you know, by working with these medicines mm. and being honest with yourself. I think yeah. I think that's one thing that I think a lot of people really struggle with because I think a lot of people live lives lies. Sorry, um, and I think they they tell themselves that it's the truth. Yeah, and I think that's done through fear. I think it's done through social constructs. I think it's done through programming from as a child. Mm, mm. And I think trying to encourage people to be authentic to themselves. Authentic. And I think a lot of people actually don't even get that. They don't understand what what we mean by that. By being authentic. Yeah, yeah. by being authentic. You know, do you know? Be you. And people, mm. you know, I know people who'd be able, who wouldn't be able to describe who they are. They'd be yeah. like, well, I'm. I'm an accountant. No, you're not a bloody yeah. accountant. You're not an accountant. That's something that you do to earn money. Yeah. You know, which funds your life. You know, that's not who you are. That's not your identity. Um, I remember a really sad story years ago. It's a slight tangent, but it's, it's it's an interesting one which highlights this whole identity on on our jobs, which is mm. it's a common thing. You know, whenever I'm at dinner parties or drink parties or whatever sort of social situation, one of the first questions I'm always asked what do you do yeah and it's, and right it's, and it's, it's they, they want to hear about your job usually to categorize you are you an interesting enough person to sort of yeah. spend some time talking have to have you or, got a status yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you status are you rich are you successful yeah. all these sort of silly things instead of sort of thinking do you know what? i'm i'm a creative i'm a husband mm. i'm a brother i'm a son i i've got so many roles i'm so many different things um you know i'm a lover all all of these sort of things and and I think I wonder if that's why people sort of get into these sort of states of despair where they then link everything to their identity to yeah. to their job well I am I am this I am that and I don't find it fulfills me so then I'm ultimately not fulfilled so yeah. maybe that's something wrong with me it's um, a over identify over identification so the prime example of that is bless our mothers out there but mothers who I over identify with being their mother and then the, the child gets to 18 and then they get lost who am I 
who am I without my son? Who am I without this role? Who am I without cooking, cleaning for this person, being at that person? That's a prime example. Bless them. And I, and I really send prayers to all the mothers out there because I know I'm probably going to be one of those as well. I don't know. Maybe you'll keep me in check. Maybe you'll be my mirror. No, I'll, I'll be a mirror. But, but the, that, I mean, that's just an example. I did it with Cambo. I over-identified with being a Cambo practitioner and got a little bit lost about who Sade was. But then you can over-identify with being the girlfriend or the daughter. It's to literally see who you are when you dissolve all of that. Mm. Who are you? And to just let it all go. To let go of everything. To, to, to not even need to be anyone. But to know that you're everything and nothing all at the same time. It's that paradox. Yeah. We, we, and, and, and to really go into those spaces. And then you don't have these unhealthy attachments to work, for example. Or whatever it might be. And it's that that goes back into that addiction, that distraction. It's all coming from the same thing, which is look at your pain, look at your trauma, heal it, and feel so much better. It really, it's 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 a simple thing to get your head around in that way. But actually, doing the work isn't, as you know, it's it's brutal and it's grueling. And I've I've been to some pretty dark places, but like I said, that's that's been the the, the greatest teaching. Um, and then, of course, we're living in a world now where we've got things like mushrooms, which are coming through. And, you know, like, I'm not going to regurgitate what's on already on the internet about how amazing they are, how you can microdose and how you can use them in, in, in these spaces. And Because uh, I'm not really, I'm really grateful that there's research, but I'm not big on all the, the talking about them in this clinical way because they're sacred beings in my, my eyes. And I'm hoping that one day they could maybe be used in a ceremony where you could go deeply in that and be held like we're talking about being held and explore uh, yourself and your psyche because they are great teachers and they can they can tell you so much mm. um, and, and, and you can learn so much from that if you're held in the right way and, and go so, you know, you've got to think that these l- mushrooms, fungus has been there since the beginning of time. The first things like we are mushrooms everything we're talking about frog ayahuasca everything has come from mushrooms all the herbs that we're having all the herbs that are in the medicine that we're taking over the counter everything has come from this and and the ancient wisdom that they hold is is uh, you know it brings tears to my eyes to even think about how much wisdom is in there that we could be sharing now you know there's mushrooms that you can make leather from there's mushrooms that can heal so many things and eating plastic now uh, you know when i saw that i don't know what's happening with it now because i haven't followed the story but i saw that a mushroom could eat plastic and i cried i was just like wow this is what i mean there is hope there is so much hope you know we talk about these things it's really good to be honest about the 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 darkness that is out there the things that are happening because they need to be witnessed if we keep them in the dark they're going to stay there they need to be witnessed and by us looking at them that's shining a light on them surely and but but there is so much hope in in these ways you know about how you can really uh start to take responsibility in that way and work with these these beautiful gifts and like you know the the research into depression there's research that was happening years ago that got stopped about how they help with um terminal patients to actually deal with the fact that they're going to die i mean if yeah. we don't want that in our society to help people who are who are about to die to really understand death i mean i don't usually call it death it's transition right but to to understand that they're going to change form that their, their body is going to die and even just just now for us to know that we're going to get older and that things happen to our body naturally to accept that 
to accept the aging process, to not cling on to this this young feeling of like we need to be youthful to to have any sort of status and power and credibility in our in within our peers in our society and in the world even you know Mm. to really accept things and to learn about about why we're here and what we're doing in our psyches you know it's I really give thanks to the mushrooms for that and I'm hoping that that it's some time that they're not in the same class as something like heroin and cocaine it's i think that's i, th- I think that's that's changing it's the, mm. the 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 legalization and the lobby work of uh, magic mushrooms psilocybin is something that i'm slowly getting involved with because i want i want to see them i want to see them re-legalized because mm. um, i mean they were made illegal when i was a teenager and uh, i i'd never never had any interest in mushrooms until they were made illegal and that's when i started going oh okay you know the government mm. doesn't want me to have these so let's explore them and like yourself i mean i think you know for me you know mushrooms are one of the most powerful uh medicine mm. plants i think and i mean they the, the healing the insights the clarity of mind you know is it's just incredible I mean we, I, a couple of weeks ago I had a had a mushroom ceremony and on a Saturday night with people that we know and it was just it was just magical you know because one of one of them was you know going through issues family issues and he needed the healing and mm. just spending you know sort of the evening together just talking yeah. and, and going through life and you know, exploring with this different perception, this different head on your shoulders. Mm. It's just beautiful. They're just the most incredible, incredible plant medicine. They're, be- they're, they're yeah. little beings. And, you know, it's it sort of like, like when I look at it, and, and it's again that thing when you look at it with the brain about all the research they're doing in the clinical settings. And, it, you know, like I said, it's good that it's happening. But to be, to create a sacred space and to have that connection with them. You don't need to read books about it. You don't need to understand it in any other way than just that connection. Yeah, just go in there. Do you, it. you know, the greatest teachings, the greatest thing, even though I have done courses and learning and read various things, has been the, the, the journey into my own soul, the darkest depths of it, and to look at that and to, to really explore that. And this is, the, the, you know, these are here assisting us to do that at this time where we, we are requiring a little bit of extra oomph. Mm. In, in, in our, into our healing journey you know it's a it's a, I've, I've sent so many prayers for that and I hope that that I'll be working with them one day in in, a, in the right way and and sharing them in, in the space and, and that it's going to be accepted and I think I think it's gonna I think it's potentially going to happen sooner there's this uh, British company called compass um, who I've been looking at for a while and uh, they have been doing trials with using psilocybin with people with treatment resistant depression mm. of which there's over 300 million people globally with treatment resistant depression so I mean that's, yeah. that's pretty much the population of America mm. who are mm. all clinically depressed and all the drugs they've tried have made no difference and I remember seeing one of their investment packs and the research into this where they're able just to give a very small amount of psilocybin to these people. And, you know, 60, 70% of them, you know, had weeks, if not months, 
of grace mm. from the depression mm-hmm. and you're just like yeah. you're, you're talking about potentially potentially giving these people maybe a handful of doses over a period of time yeah and you're potentially going to be unlocking yeah you know everything that's been keeping them where they've been you know forever however long mm. that i just think is just it's fascinating and you're just like why on earth but but luckily even now even like the fda are starting to go okay yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll start approving these sort of clinical trials and, mm. and, and let, let's get the data yeah i heard it so was that's all happening yeah. again thank god cause yeah so it's really it, really yeah. exciting so there is definitely this this is huge interest i mean you know i think professor david's nuts team at ucl they they do a lot of stuff from robin carthart harris mm. they're both two really fascinating people i really want to support, talk to more mm. about it because they're they're, they're 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 pioneering this sort of front to really looking at how we can free people from it's incredible it yeah. really is and the thing is is that that the the well the beauty about that is that i don't know what the future holds for Campbell because there is you know i have to be really honest about there is such a demand um for, for it and and the same with ayahuasca it takes so long to grow her and if people aren't uh replanting here in the right way that how you know that's not a sustainable source and the peyote button takes 11 or 12 years to grow and and that, that's just been ripped up and then of course the the buffo that that's coming from a toad like how long can these toads go for producing this you know we don't really know because we've never taken as much as we're taking now mm. we don't know what the future is the mushrooms you could grow yourself, which I'm not advocating, but you can. Mushrooms you can grow yourself. Again, we're not advocating it, but it only takes three or four weeks, and you've probably you got enough medicine to sort yourself out for months. Yeah, and and that's that's the thing. So, in this, that you don't even need to take. They told me one time, don't take us from the ground. We like being here. We're doing our job, and it's so easy to 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 get them. And I'm hoping one day that we can all grow our own mushrooms. And 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 it is a really serious thing as well, though going into that space and opening up that that uh, that healing journey. So I would always say have someone there, hopefully someone that that knows how to hold space. I would definitely say that. And there is people that are going to be able to do that for you. Mm. But that exploration is is life changing, absolutely life changing. And I just I pray for you know a time where. It, it, it is it is out there this this the significance of what they can bring in all aspects you know in all aspects th- not just our healing i think it's happening i reckon within five years mm. i really do because i, I think it's cut it's come to a point now where mental health issues is such a global topic yeah you know if we do not start healing society society itself is going to crumble mm. and we're going to get to that tipping point or where it's just going to almost get to that point of no return mm. and I don't think we're that far from it mm-hmm. to be honest and I think this is why we're now seeing you know the British government you know the you know, the FDA mm. starting to go okay yeah. yeah let's start looking at this because beautiful if we don't fix we we all suffer we, yeah. we, we will all go it's all it, of we, us. we'll all go down with the ship yeah you know if we don't start plugging these these leaks that we've got mm. in our boat, it, it, we're all going to go down. It doesn't matter how rich you are, how powerful you are, everything will go down with mm. it. So we, we've got to very seriously look at, you know, massively yeah, trying to improve. Because one of the, 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 the blessings 
from the from the healing journey is my connection to nature like the 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 depth of how that's that's grown from me having my own healing is that I, that's the biggest mirror what 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 mother nature goes through is what we're we're going through that there is no separation in that either and and i'm looking at this tree and saying there you are me we are one you know and and that that respect that i have for for the the planet that we're living on now you know that's part of the healing it, some people say it's selfish to go on this journey right the the healing journey to look at ourselves in this way but it has to start with the, with our own hearts and um i was asked to do a prayer uh, for my friend to take over to to do some some healing work with on the Sundance actually with the Lakota um, the Sundance over in Colombia and um, and you can pray into tobacco which is, is a tradition and uh, and I, she says you can ask for any prayers and I was like whoa started to feel pressure like what am I going to pray for am I going to pray for will peace the end of mental health issues you know like no more oil in the ocean, no more plastic. Like, you know, what am I going to pray for? You know, can't just be about me. And actually, after some contemplation meditation, I prayed that I could live in right relationship with my partner and that, that I could bring up children that know how to live in right relationship with one another. Because what's happening is, is that we're having to spend the first 30 years of our lives healing from our traumatized parents or them not being in right relationship, all the stuff that happens there. Yeah. Instead of spending the first 30 years of our lives being innovative, creative, starting companies that are gonna do this, create plastic out of, uh, out of hemp or whatever it might be, you know, like substitutes. We could be spending our first 30 years doing beautiful things like that instead of healing our traumas. You know, so for me, that was how it starts. It starts with being in right relationship and, and that's the prayer with me and my partner is to really, be honest and, and, and bring that alignment into our lives so that when we have children that's naturally there and that they can grow and then of course that's how we do actually change the world bringing up children that know how to make their own decisions that know who they are that know how to look after the planet that really believe that authentically that they are one with everyone else that is that is going to be a shift and it's probably going to take a few generations but 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 that was the prayer that I went for because that is how you know you could get fix a problem of plastic maybe the mushrooms are going to fix that that would be great but is that going to help us is that going to help us of our mindlessness our addictions that are creating all no. the plastic yeah exactly you know it's not about finding so solutions like the 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 painkiller that fixes your knee or the antidepressant that makes you your depressed feelings go away that's the same as finding a plaster that fits that we've got to go to us. Who's making these decisions? Are they traumatized? Is are they you know is are they in right relationship? Are they projecting their shit onto their business and having mindless well, you kind of, you, acts? You, you kind of sort of think about this with like governments and mm. you know people are running the countries and thinking you know are these people sort of you know happy yeah. and content doing everything from the the right point? And they're all men and logical and and probably not in their feminine as well. So there probably needs to be a bit more balance there too. Mm. Hmm. It's a lot to think about. Bless the mushrooms. Bless. Oh uh, yeah, no. I um, um. bless bless all of the spirits, all of the plants. Bless all of the hearts out there that are struggling right now. I really, I really want to like send a lot of love to everyone and just 
you know, I, I can really look in the eyes of people in that place and know how they feel. Mm. And it's not to devalue their, their individual process and their path, but it's just to really, you know, I've been to those depths and, uh, and I'm praying and I hope that they, they find the, the peace that they need and the way to access their own, their own self-worth and their own love and all of the joy and beautiful energy that they have that's there, that everyone has. Mm. I, 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 I agree with you and I, it's something you know it's a message that I sort of try and promote you know pretty much every single day to try and empower people to you know to take control of their lives take control of their emotions mm. you know not to be in that sort of victim mode not to be in that fear mode um, and I mean to be honest what I see is that you know you see a lot of people resonate so I, I think there is there is a shift I think people are waking up going you know what there is more to life I, yeah. re- I remember being a child um, walking around the fields with my dog you know a young child you know like eight nine years old thinking to myself there is definitely a lot more to life than mm. what I think of it and I'm one of those children who you, you know my parents divorced you know when I was four years old and I have spent nearly 40 years trying to heal myself from mm. from my parents dysfunctional relationship with each other and themselves and you know but also understanding that you know when you look at their parents and how they were yeah. brought up and mm-hmm. you know it's it's good to be able to understand it and to look at it with compassion but yeah. uh, like yourself I mean I don't have any children yet and I'd love to I'd love to be a parent but I'm going to I'm going to really try and make sure that whatever little little bit of life I create and bring into this world that they look at it very differently mm. and hopefully they don't have the sort of the trauma because like you sort of say I think it's a really good point and I've never thought of it like that is that you know the majority of us spend the first huge chunks of our lives trying to sort out the crap mm. from our past when instead we should be just being creative forging new ideas yeah. exploring Exploring this world. And I know, because this world is just incredible. Yeah, I mean, incredible. so much. And exploring it from, because <clears throat> I've explored it, the world, but from a place of running away. Mm. I wanted to escape, and I realized that there was no escape in my own head, you know? No, we always say this, don't we? You can, yeah. you, you can run away from your problems, but they'll follow you. They follow until you, you, Until you process it. Well, whether I was in India, whether I was, you know, wherever I was, I was always with me. So there was no escape in that. So imagine exploring this world from a place of just just that wonder, just wonderment. Joy. Yeah, just like wow, what can I see next? And and that's like I says, you know, like really looking at a flower now with this perspective from this healing is the joy. Find the joy in the simple things coming from this earth. I think that's I think that was one of the best tips yeah. that I was ever given is, is is try and find joy. This morning when I was running down the Thames. And I had this sort of probably 12-knot wind mm. coming straight at me, which was making my run even harder. I was finding beauty on the way the leaves were blowing around. Oh, wow, yeah. Just I li- just, just got goosebumps saying that. Oh. Li- 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 little things, because yeah. I was just like, oh, my legs were in pain, my lungs were burning, and I was just, you know, negative thoughts were going from my head, just quit, just stop, just stop running. You, yeah. can, you can end this pain now, and in five minutes you'll feel fine. I'm just like, I've still got another mile to go. And it's just like, just look at these these beautiful orange leaves, mm. orange and yellow leaves just being blown towards me in this sort of 
down this tree-lined avenue. And well I was just done, like, oh, this is beautiful. And before I knew it, I reached the bridge, touched the bridge, and I was like, yes. Done. And done. that's it. And I mean, it's easy for us to say this from the experiences we've had also. Yeah. So it's, it's not devaluing how people feel. Like I said before, someone tell me to be grateful all those years ago. I just, it didn't wash. <laughs> It's, 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 so it's all perspective as well but I just, I just pray and I hope that people find the, the, the tools that they need at the time if someone I'd say if, they, if, if people who are listening now want to see a healer or, or want to work in this way is to really have um, a, a, a deep deep think about who it is and, and within your heart think of who it is that you want it to be and then the resonance will attract them because it's someone that you that will empower you to heal yourself that won't there'll be no I there'll be we mm. and there'll be no shit it's removing the shaman from the from the from the situation of course there needs to be a space holder there but it's the, the, the we're all brothers and sisters aren't we so it's like how can we co-create this so that spirit can come through and and, and you your body can be given the perfect space or like a container to heal itself you know that's that's what we're that's what we want. We don't want someone to come with a magic potion and 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 make it all go away because that's that's an external thing and that's putting the power in someone else. The shaman did this or the healer did this or, you know, I'm gonna do this to you. It's we're gonna work together to co-create something, co-create magic really, and 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 it and it is that it's both of our energies. And actually, I've had so much healing from being in space with other people when I'm meant to be the healer I'm, I'm doing the inverted commas you know I'm supposed to be the one that's bringing it and it's I'm actually the one that's removing myself out of the way and just allowing whatever is going to happen in that moment to happen that's the feminine energy that's the the flow of 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 being in the moment and and that's when they come through the songs that come through from spirit in different languages and I'm really blessed in that way but it's just I've removed some of my shit out of the way so that there's a channel to come through and everyone can do that. Mm, I'm not right. special at all. And, 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 but we are all special as well. That's it. We're all special, but there's none of us more than the others. And um, I, think, I, think that's a, I think that's a really good point because I think people have, people have often sort of said to me, <coughs> you know, oh, well, you know, you, you, you've got this understanding or you've got this consciousness. And I always, I always try and make that a very valid point of that. It's, it's, it's. You've got it. Yeah, we all have yeah. it. Yeah, we're, we're all exactly the same. There's, no, there's, there's nothing that separates us. Yeah, we're exactly the same. And, and, we and reach it. yeah, and that's the thing is that I've had this really beautiful realization that so the the all of the gifts that we are, all of the beauty, is just a collective thing, and it comes through a clear channel. So if you're clear, like you haven't got the doubt, the fear this condition that argument that happened that split up all of that if that's not in the way then it can come through it's just the the deeper you do the work to remove that the 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 deeper you can go into receiving because it's all there it's not ours it's 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 just there hmm. it's 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 the understanding of uh of of the of life isn't it of, of why we're here you know anyone who works on this path you could probably put them all together and they'll all say the same thing even though they've not met each other because the the deep knowing the ancient wisdom is the same it's to it's to to be authentic it's to be true to who you are it's to to work with nature to respect one another to to come from your heart to look at the world through the eyes of your heart you know to have compassion 
to have to to find joy to be a child again to paint to sing to dance through your problems to dance through your joy you know like all that's that's what it is that's what all these messages are that's what we're being taught um and to lift your vibration beyond the the darkness that uh, and the then the lower frequencies and energies that are around uh until they just all disappear you mm. know like it is possible oh, no, no, that's how that's how i feel a year a year down the line is that um you've just sort of shed it's almost like you've a good analogy is like you know you've, you've gone on holiday for a few weeks and you've just got this huge suitcase of luggage and uh and then on the return you decided you don't need any of those mm. t-shirts and shorts anymore and you just leave it there or something yeah. it's just this it's just so much yeah it's, it's that classic expression of you know if i feel like a weight's been lifted Lift off my shoulder back, yeah and um yeah it's quite it's quite incredible and i i i i, I hope i hope podcasts and conversations like this will encourage more people to to start to explore the, the mm. possibilities the potential and um, believe in themselves yeah totally believe in themselves because that that's the thing like I've travelled the world sharing this medicine met some beautiful people had like a life that you could not imagine you know but the, 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 there's, there's no difference I lived in Newcastle I was on drugs drinking loads of alcohol depressed not knowing what to do with myself meeting the wrong guys really really abusing my body and myself and and that all that has shifted from me healing from me healing that's it, it it's that's the the path in is to heal yourself yeah it starts and then with you. you yeah then you heal others the transformation that has ha- had on my family just from me doing this work you know it's i'm saying me because i don't want to speak about other people but i've also seen it with my clients time and time again yeah i mean I, t- I i told you that story when we were in italy that friend of mine similar situation to me liked his liked his beers drank too much you know i think it was probably starting to create a problem in his life and um it was after it was after last year when we met uh he sort of sent me a message going oh you know i'm i'm interested in you know doing cambo i've read about it and um i spoke to him the other day and he's had I think he's had three or four Cambo ceremonies, mm. and he hasn't touched a drop of alcohol in nine months. Mm. You know, he's completely clean. I mean, and he, he feels he feels Beautiful. fantastic. Yeah, totally, totally different. But space. fair play to him because he's doing the work. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's of course. doing the yeah. and 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 bless Cambo, of course, for giving it that because Cambo is so great for that. Mm. But also, I've had people that have come and tried to come off alcohol, and because they've been in that moment and made the the choice to drink it, it's not it's not worked for them. And and but it's it comes down to choice, though, doesn't choice. it? Is that we all have those choice, you yeah. know, regardless of your experience. Yeah. Is that you know, if you if you find yourself in that bar, you yeah. you have a choice. Choice. Do I order a beer? Or do I get something soft? Mm. And that's mm. that, and that's that's that that's that cross. And Campbell's isn't spirit isn't going to take that away. No, the, no spirit is going to do that. And this is the thing: all of these experiences and these teachings that we can have on those nights, they are just going to be an experience if we don't ground them in in a practical way into our lives. Integration is the most important thing. Otherwise, you've just gone on a journey and that's it. Yeah. It, it you know you need to ground it into your life and integrate it and make it practical 
um, and understand it and that's why it's really good to, to find the right practitioner or the, the person holding the space as someone that's going to support you through that as well and, 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 and give you the right amount of words to take responsibility but also to hold you through the healing as well it's so important to do that to do the research because as with all walks of life there's there's people abusing this as well um and this would you believe that that healing healing sessions could be abused but there is that so yeah well i mean you you you, you i think again you're sort of you're battling human nature aren't we there yeah. it's always going to get people who are going to abuse and you know do things with impure intentions and stuff mm. but i think your advice is 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 good of that you know if you just sort of you send out that vibration that energy yeah. then you know the right people will know what you want first and yeah. that's a good way to to start the exploration if you do want to work with any medicines or if you want to even start on the healing journey because as you know it's it comes in waves it's not all it's not just a, a, a straightforward uh, path so you've got to really want it as well because there's going to be some hairy moments so it's good for you to sit in that space of okay what am i doing this for what's my intention and am i really ready for this because it's going to ask you for the most amount of commitment that you've ever committed to anything. Mm. It's not an easy thing where you just, you know, drink a pint and you feel better. It's, it's a real, real deep um, and, and, and sometimes long uh, journey. And uh, it requires you to bring, bring your warrior of love energy. Yes. <laughs> it really does. Oh, it certainly does. I was, uh, I was doing an interview... Uh, this week what day is it Wednesday uh, it was last week and uh, I was talking to a friend of mine Tida who's a, a big into plant medicines mm. and um, we were talking about ayahuasca and uh, he was just like he said I just I just tell everyone it's just it's just going to be the hardest thing you, you, you've ever done mm. simple as that it's yeah. just going to be the hardest thing you've ever done but if you implement you work with it you know, you create that relationship, it will fundamentally change your life. Yeah. And this is what I say to people, because a lot of people are just like, I'd love the idea of, you know, maybe going, doing ayahuasca or doing cambo or having a mushroom ceremony and, you know, get the healing. But they're, they're terrified. Mm-hmm. They're terrified of this. And I sort of say to people, this is, this is the conversation I had with myself. It's just like, right, you can, you can stay exactly where you are right now, mm-hmm. which is totally predictable. And to a degree, that means it's safe. Mm. Mm. But with that safety and that predictability, your behavior is is out of control. It's causing you harm. It's causing your loved ones harm. It's only ever going to cause you harm. And you're still going to have those self-doubts, those limiting beliefs, and all those sort of conversations on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But it's safe. It's familiar. It's in your comfort zone. Mm. And you can stay there for the rest of your days. So if I make 80 years old, that's another 40-odd years. Or you can go to yourself, actually, I'm not going to put up with that. Yeah. I want to fundamentally change. And that change might mean a year of discomfort going mm. for a journey or, you know, you know, two weeks drinking ayahuasca. Mm. But the fundamental changes after that just pay dividends. I mean, it's just, it's, it's nonsensical. To me now, I'd be like, why the hell wouldn't you? Why would you choose to stay, stay in, that. in this rut? in this fear but and I really understand that because when I first met Cambo I actually it's a purgative as I've explained and I really struggled to purge when I first did the, the the first three sessions I struggled to purge 
and because Campbell's really great at giving you realizations, it's not psychoactive, so you're not going to see anything. You're going to just have realizations like insights. So the Campbell sort of helped me to see that I was so attached to my depression. I, it was safe to me. I didn't want to let it go. So I'm sitting here saying I want to love myself. I want to feel like beyond, I want to move beyond this depression. But inside of me, there was somewhere that wanted to hold on to it out of just pure comfort a, a warped and weird comfort because it wasn't comfortable at all but the, the to, to not know who I would be beyond that who am I without this depression I was scared yeah, I was scared to even be and we call that the golden shadow as well you've got the shadow aspects but the golden shadow is is that is that is everything we're scared to be the poet or the the singer songwriter or the painter or the, the business owner, or whatever it might be, the person free from depression who was just joyful and really great to be around, like all of that, like scared of our own light, really. That And that's that's what I was scared S- to let it go. Scared of our own potential. Our own potential, yeah. That's the crazy thing, I, you know, and I, I've, I've found this with myself, you know, for years I'd be like, oh, you could do that, but hold on, but if that goes really, really well, that's going to change what? your life, Uh-oh. and then you're going to be you're going to be this other person. And I, I kid you not, you know, I, I gave up business opportunities mm-hmm. and things which could have radically changed my life. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, but but I don't I don't know what that means. I don't know how I'll be. Imagine, well, what would that be if I could buy that or have this or yeah. do this and do that? And it was it was this fear because at least in my situation back then. I was like, oh, well, okay, it's predictable. I, I, I know yeah. what I need to do, and regardless if it's crap at times, you know, it's it's predictable crap, mm. and I, I can get through it. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, and that that's that's the thing. It's you you want to stay in that comfort, you want to stay in the ease, because momentarily you you have to break out of something, so it feels like a you know like a little chick coming out of an egg. You know, it's like you've got to crack to to get there. So it feels uncomfortable, but then comes the freedom from it. And, and and also, we can be operating on all sorts. We could be scared of being successful and having money because we heard someone call all people with money wankers at some point. Do you know what I mean? We're, if we don't explore our own psyche, yeah. we don't know what we're running off. Yeah. Uh, I was scared to take money off people because I was doing something that was healing. So at the beginning, I didn't want to take money off people. I felt ashamed of it because I thought I should be doing it for free because everyone, because in my heart, I want everyone to be able to heal. And But then of course I need to eat and put petrol in my car and buy the medicine and do all of that. So, you know, you know, the, 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 I, until I looked at that, I wasn't, I was running on that operation until we start to explore who we are. We don't know what we're running off and then wonder why we're creating the reality we see around us. Uh, and that's another thing if you're feeling like you don't like the reality around you just look look within what am i what am i uh, creating here mm. it's a like one of the most common things that i hear from from our beautiful sisters or women that come to see us is you know why do i always attract the wrong man why do i always attract the 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 uh, the bad guy you know even though i don't believe anyone's bad but the person who's going to be projecting some bad energy onto someone or not treating them the way they deserve and um, and then when we do a bit of exploration, we look at it. Okay, what's your beliefs about men? And they say, well, yeah, I believe that I want to, you know, meet a partner and get married and have children. It's like, yeah, but what's your beliefs about men? Well, 
yeah I just I just believe that you know I'm going to meet the right guy and then we'll look deeper into it we'll get a pen and paper and really go into it it's like well all men are liars really aren't they all men cheat don't they really all men will do this and then we we'll start to look at that and say okay so you are creating your reality based on this because this is your fundamental belief your core belief that's in your subconscious that you've not really brought to your conscious and healed or looked at or wondered why and, and usually you can see because all the men around you when you were younger would have doing this or you know it's it's this is how you can start to navigate oh yeah your yeah. reality and start to look at okay i'm not just meeting bad guy after bad guy after bad guy there's a pattern here and at some point something's going to have to give and you're going to have to look it why why what there, there's the mirror why are you it's not always about them you know why are you manifesting that reality for yourself yeah no I mean, it's interesting and i can relate to it on 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 personal levels my um my mum had a tricky childhood where her father left when she was very young and she she lost contact with him and she didn't find him until many 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 decades later and she's always had this thing in in her mind that uh, men in her life leave them leave mm. her and you know she's been married twice two divorces and both times the men left mm -hmm. and you know I, I i think on a level she 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 might understand that slightly um i've got plenty of other examples as well as i'm sure all of us yeah, can do and it, sure. it's, it's very powerful when you when you until you understand mm. how your thoughts will create your reality mm. um i always like an example I always sort of use is that um, if you go to somewhere like Amsterdam and you want to see cannabis cafes and prostitutes mm. you'll see cannabis cafes and prostitutes mm. if you want to go to Amsterdam you want to see art architecture wonder you know all, and all that sort of, you, you will see it you, mm. you will see what you want to see in For the same sure. ways that you you will your reality will be what you what you create mm -hmm. and I th but I think a lot of people really struggle with that concept I think they of course and we project what and you've got to think when we were younger our mother and father were the world especially our mother they represent the world to us so however they treat us we project that onto the world so if if we didn't feel safe with our parents if they if they didn't make us feel good enough or if they put us down, or if they shouted at us a lot, or if they abused us, whatever it might be, they, we then project that onto the world. Well, the world hates me. I'm never going to meet anyone. No one likes me. I'm not good enough for the world. And then you're creating from this warped reality your life. And that, that's when the mess comes, because you add, you add the, the only tools that we've got in our society, which is distraction. That, that, so you add that to the, to, to the situation, and then you end up with... with no one looking at their stuff and the, the situation that we've got with suicide mental health and addictions and, and instead of of us really removing these traumas and bringing our children up to feel safe to be who they are to, to to really talk to them how we want them to turn out to give them the confidence to be who they are to make decisions not tell them what to think from a young age and to really say what do you want? What feels good for you in this moment? You know, no one ever said that to me. No one ever said that to me or give me the space. Yeah, no, I mean, I had this conversation with my mum only a couple of weeks ago. Um, and uh, I s sort of said to her about, you know, when, when their marriage fell apart. 
and it was it was it, yeah it was the most traumatic experience I can remember my life just sort of literally everything just falling mm. apart and um, my mum never once asked how I was how I was feeling mm. and she just went into this sort of, sort of survival mode of going oh well <coughs> you know you always had you know nice birthday parties always fed you well always took you to nice places and it's just like that's brilliant and it's highly valuable but it was all just a distraction mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know you never once sat down and sort of asked your four-year-old son you know how do you feel now that mummy and daddy aren't together because all that four-year-old little boy was just busy trying to work out what the, what hell, the hell was going on. on and you know that the, the impact and the damage just from a you know a fairly normal sort of family breakdown you know mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't you know I've heard of far worse stories mm. you know and we were lucky you know we had a nice home and things like that but the trauma the, the knock-on yeah. damage of that was just to ask you insurmountable. How you were. and she didn't want to know that's why because it's too no. painful for her she no. was going through her own yeah, yeah, situation her own and it was too much but also a really good exercise for that is is to when that when this happens when we have a realization like that which is amazing that you've shone light on that like actually why didn't anyone ask me how I was when I was four? A great thing to do then would be and how you can empower yourself and not need to have healing in this space if you, if you can't is to go into a meditation and go back to your four-year-old four self mm. and you explain to them what's going on. Because when I, I did that with, when I, with my little girl and I told her that mummy and daddy were breaking up and actually she was like, is this about me? That's what she said when I was in this meditation. And I was like, no, no. And I, when it, I said, it's not about you. But you've got to remember, you've got to speak to them as if they're children to understand. And so I drew her a picture of mummy and daddy and I put arrows to what happens between them. And I put arrows to what happens to her. And I said, none of these arrows change towards you because their arrows change. Like their connection does not affect their connection with you. And it was like in that moment, I offered myself healing, the explanation that no one gave me at that time because they didn't know how to access that part, mm. how to talk to a child in that way. And actually, we I think we take for granted how much children pick up on. Oh, yeah. From when you're in the womb, we're picking up on energy. And so uh, and we're also carrying that throughout all, all our lives. So it, it, it's taken for granted having those conversations around children that you shouldn't. So I always knew what was going on. and. And it affected me for sure. Yeah, that's it. I, mean, I remember as a child being fully aware of what the hell was mm. going on. And just thinking, yeah, well, I'm not stupid. I can hear the shouting and the screaming. Mm. You know, it's waking me up. And we now, as adults, can go in and give our own little children healing. And, and that's a really good tool, having a conscious relationship as well. Because there's certain times in my relationship with my partner that I can see that we've both gone into our little kids. We've both been triggered maybe my partner's acted like my dad in a situation or maybe I've acted like his mum and we've gone into this trigger and we turn into children and from that point you can't communicate. No. It's really difficult because you've got two kids trying to be grown-ups. So we bring the, the light into that and hopefully one of us can go into holding space while the other one processes it and looks at it. Or we just pull it out from being in ourselves and make it a thing and say, right, let's talk about this as a situation and how we can move around it. So it's not a personal attack to one another. So this has happened and this is how it's felt for me and that's happened and that's how it's felt for you and how can we move through it in a safe way? Usually around the fire, I do beautiful fire ceremonies at my little roundhouse and 
and and that's a really good way to transmute the energy um in the in the native american traditions we talk to the fire and say prayers to the fire and use sacred cedar from the from the cedar tree and 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 put every time we put a log on the fire in our house we say a prayer for someone and and it's really nice to to bring that into our relationship as well that awareness and mm. just it's really great that we have that you know that we're sometimes operating on our little kids and they just need a bit of attention you know no i agree with you i think you make a, a very very valid point um yeah it's tricky we're coming up to two and a quarter hours wow okay we're chatterboxes we are chatterboxes we could go on for yeah i, I could go hours on but yeah and I hours think, um yeah. Very quickly, is there anything you'd like to sort of say just to sort of wrap up or any words of wisdom or little message you might want to say to people? Or I'm putting on the spot, I'm totally aware of. Yeah, I mean, from f- what I'd like to say is, is just like a deep, 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 deep prayer for anyone who's feeling lost right now to, to trust in the process, to trust that this is part of their path and that it will change that it's energy and that something is is actually asking for change within themselves. So maybe just to make that exploration or just to meditate or just to just to go out in nature and just to start that inquiry within themselves and the rest will unravel just to trust the process, trust in in why they're here and um and to reach out to someone that they resonate with, that they they, they have a connection with that they know that may help. Um, and believe in their hearts really 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 hope that people can feel empowered and find their authentic power to 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 be to be the light that they are and to shine that on the world because we're all here to shine together that's how we're going to make this work no, i agree yeah i really hope that that happens <laughs> well that was a beautiful message so um I guess we'd better sign off. But listen, thank you so much for today. It's thank been you. fascinating. I've been really looking forward to seeing you again after our successful trip in Italy. Mm. And um, I will... What's your... Do you want to share your Instagram? Yeah. Um, so, oh, if, if anyone wants to contact me, that's totally cool. Um, I'm really open to receive that. Any questions or anything about my work, deeper. Um, so, Sade Lynn Healin is is my uh, instagram yeah and i've got a little roundhouse it's actually round my house as you know and it's i'm doing like ceremonies there so i'm really happy it's like it's very feminine there and with it being round it's the feminine shape and it's like a little womb so i'm i'm really open to holding people there and it's in nature and so th- so it that's lo- it open. looks beautiful i've seen yeah, pictures <laughs> it is. it's really beautiful i can't wait to have you over yeah no, absolutely you're gonna love it absolutely so yeah well listen sweetheart thank you so much it's been it's it's been an amazing couple of hours to catch up and to chew the fat and talk about life thanks for everything you're doing as well with these podcasts i really wish you so much luck no no need to thank yeah thank you (laughs) anyway thank you very much thank you well thank you everybody for listening to the podcast i really appreciate it as always please do give me positive feedback negative feedback whatever type of feedback you feel i need i'm a big boy i'll take it on the chin and i really do relish having constructive criticism i'm always up and always looking to improve my game especially when it comes to the podcast and how i can improve sound quality or content or whatever so if you've got any feedback please do just just send me an email just drop me a message also if you are interested in a 
you know, coming on some of these retreats. The team who look after me are actually going to be starting doing some retreat experiences here in the UK starting next year, as well as in other countries in Europe. So if you want to get involved with that, please do contact me. You can contact me directly on an email, which is just psychedelicboon at gmail.com. And that will get you onto a mailing list where we will send you details about up and coming uh, retreat events um, because I know a lot of you have expressed a lot of interest in you know in, in, in going on your own journey and uh, to be honest I don't blame you also very quickly before we go uh, there is a 10% discount code for all Canico CBD flowers so if you're interested in trying CBD flowers there's a 10% discount code just use that at the Canico website and the discount code is just OB 10 so that's just ob10 very simple anyway thanks again for tuning in and i hope you guys have an awesome week